bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The Hideout. Something enjoyable for children. You guys are so funny and so smart. The Hideout. Enter the Hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? What's new? Welcome into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Mente. <laughs> yeah, let's do this damn thing. Ah, shades of uh, only being on once a week. Oh, wait, never mind. Uh, I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs, and we are here with you for the next four hours just uh, hanging out, uh, doing what it is we do, Dubs, which I quite honestly have forgotten, because doing uh, two shows in a month... Yeah, it kind of throws you off, doesn't it? A little bit. But I, I'll tell you this. There's no shortage of uh, things to say, at the very least. So welcome into it. If you want to get a hold of us, it is quite simple. You pick up that thing called the telephone, and you dial the following digits. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. As those lines are up and working, the other thing that I highly recommend to you, if you are new to the show, if it's been a little while since you've listened to the show, you want to hit up the website. The website is RadioHideout.com. RadioHideout.com. It is not an ego-filled website. It is merely a, a roadmap to the show. It's the opportunity for you to get caught up in who I am, El Jefe, on J-Dubs, on our producer, Tommy Bateman, and uh, what it is the show is uh, about and what we stand for and all of that fun stuff. Plus, the other good thing, too, is that there are videos for stunts that we do. Um, there's audio. So there's a lot of ways uh, for you to get caught up in what exactly it is that we do um, here in the hideout, which is now 3 to 7 on 106.7 uh, WJFK. J-Dubs, first and foremost, a couple of things that we want to announce. Uh, a big amount announcement coming within a month, hopefully. But the other thing that I wanted to announce, Dubs, was that you uh, and I will be making an appearance uh, two Saturdays from yesterday. Yeah, two weeks from yesterday, we will be doing an appearance over at the MCI Center. Okay. There's a big uh, ice race thing going on where they have ATVs out there with uh, spikes, uh, tires, and they'll be racing on the ice. And we've got a lot of tickets to give away throughout the next couple of weeks anyway. All right. So, so we're Be going listening to, for that. So now what exactly is going to go on? It's at the MCI Center. It's an ice thing. Are we going to be on the ice? Are we emceeing uh, it or what? Sort of. We'll be out on the ice during intermission doing some games and stuff uh, with some of the listeners that we bring out with us. Okay. Oh, wow. So there will be a lot of stuff going on out there. And it's all still a work in progress. We will be announcing what we're doing out there, how we're going to do it, what we're giving away. In the, in the next coming week. Okay. Oh, outstanding. I'm sorry. But for tonight, we'll be giving away tickets. All right. Beautiful. And that will, uh, will some of those announcements be made on Run Fez? They can be. They'll be made everywhere. <laughs> we'll make them uh, on here. I'll make Darren. them on Don and Mike. I'll make them on Howard Stern. I don't care. I'll go anywhere. I know you'll be on the Junkies this week, so we'll make mm -hmm. the, uh, the announcement at some point during the Junkies. And you're even going to stop by and hang out with Big Owen Dukes. Yes. To, uh, to make the announcement as yes. well. Yes. Everybody. Everybody. I'm spreading the love. How about we do this? How about when we go do, because it's like at 7.30 at the MCI Center, right? Yeah. Why don't we, as the hideout, make our official debut during the Big O and Duke show and do a call-in? 
a remote calling. I'm springing this on you now. Yeah, you are. I, you, I'm I'm cool with it though. Can you see them just riffing here? What do you think? Uh, we'll call in. I love it. I have no problem with that. I love the idea of the station coming together. I just hope that Bill O'Reilly will read the read. I'm sure he will, as, as well as uh, Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. They'll be uh, having me on as well to talk about it. Who? Levine. We have that now? Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm asleep. <laughs> I don't I'm get, not. I don't get to listen that late. You should. It'll tell you how to uh, maintain, you know, stiffness. Really? Yeah. If you're a 14 year old, you'll okay. love it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, fair enough. So, we got that coming up. We'll give you more. We'll actually give out some tickets for this. And we've already got a couple of ideas on what it is we want to do on the ice yeah. that day involving Corolla. I'll say this Corolla and tights. Those are the first two things that come to mind. Um, also, coming up at some point during the show, J Dubs today, uh, Ryan uh, Benson. The person who won The Biggest Loser is going to be on the show. Yeah, in uh, less than an hour, actually. Oh, he will be on around four or so? Yeah. All right. I don't know about you guys. If you watch The Biggest Loser, I hate reality TV. I absolutely hate it. But I love this show. I dug it in the... uh in, in the worst way, I suppose, it's one of the few reality shows that I stuck with and actually made it all the way through. And I'm very excited to chat with this cat. I don't know if it's because I can relate so much because of the fact that I'm, you know, trying to lose weight at well, as well. But I got so many questions for this kid who lost like over 120 pounds. So it should be a lot of fun. He should be on Celebrity Fit Club now. Oh, that's another one. You know what? I hate that one. I like it. So, Tommy, which one is Celebrity? Is that the one that's on VH1? Yeah. All right, that one's awful. It's great. I watched that, and it's really, really Biz bad. Biz a fat bastard. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. There's he no... always has been. So is everyone on that <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, they all have been fat at some point. I don't understand why now. Imagine a, a disc jockey fit club. <sighs> don't get me started. Why do you want to get me started? Because it's fun. All right, who's in the... <laughs> you know what? We're not going to get started. And, but here's the thing about it. We're all in it. Probably the only people who aren't in it are Stern... And I guess the junkies who are in pretty good shape. But, I mean, just about everybody else in radio could stand to lose some weight. All right, now I'm putting together a dream team in my head. <laughs> and I'm just going to stop. Well, what about you and me, Dubs? Uh, actually, I have been uh, dieting and losing weight lately. I was going to say, you know what, man? You still look fat. I do. But I, I still have ways to go, but I'm, I've been cutting a lot down. Actually, be honest with you, you, look, you actually do look good. You uh, you look you you you're looking slim. My pants don't even fit me anymore. I I have these uh these pants on that have like a built-in belt. Hold on, pull up your shirt a little bit more. What's happening to that beautiful cello-shaped body? It's going away. It's not really a guitar anymore. It kind it still is. Let's right. not let's not fool each other here. All right, you're right. Just a little bit. Yeah, I I still have the love handles. I'm trying to get rid of. Look at it. So it only took us 13 minutes already taking each other's shirts off. Um, so we're gonna talk to Ryan from The Biggest Loser. That's coming up. Also, we had talked about it a couple of weeks ago. But the chick who came up with this porn buddy idea, she will be into the hideout as well. Basically, the concept behind this is that, much like a booty call, you call someone to have them come over with you, someone of the opposite sex. I believe she did it with her roommate or someone who's across the street from her uh, or and is across the hall. And what happens is the guy comes over, and I don't know if they cuddle or what exactly happens. Uh, the definition I have is a porn buddy is someone you meet late at night for the exclusive purpose of viewing pornography. 
Okay. So they, uh, she has a friend that comes over and they watch porn together. They don't have any sex or, uh, you know, any feeling or touching, but they watch porn together, get all worked up, and that's how they fulfill their needs. Yeah. They, they purposely don't have any actual sexual contact at all. That's like going to a track and not running. That's what I want to talk to her about, though, because she seems fast. She seems that this is absolutely the best way to do something like this. So we'll chat with her a lot more coming up, too, in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Now, last week we were not on because of the fact, A, it was the Super Bowl, and B, I had already had a vacation planned Mm -hmm. for that weekend where I went to Detroit. I went to Detroit, uh, hung out with our buddy, under the names to know section on RadioHideout.com. Our buddy Lefty is there, and I hung out with him all weekend long. I gotta say, Dubs, that I hate I hate Michigan. Every time I go there, I come to that realization. And I like probably two months later, I figure, you know what? It's not that bad. I'll or, go back. Or, or, originally being from Texas and then moving to Michigan, I thought tech, I thought that Michigan was great. Spent four years in Michigan and obviously moved out here to D.C. And you always look back fondly on something. You always remember the good stuff. You never remember all the bad things. Whether it's, Even if it's like an X or something, then you go back to Michigan and you just realize how awful it is. Yeah. And it really is a nasty state. And I'm glad to say that I will probably never be going there again. Uh, I wish I could say the same. I wish I didn't have family there. I don't know why. There are telephones. There's telephones. There's internet. There's MySpace. That's how you keep in touch with your family. Well, that's how you keep in touch. I'm not getting on that MySpace. By the way, best thing you ever did to me, adding me on MySpace. Yeah? So many hot chicks that I talk to now. Because really? Of yes. Like Corolla? Yeah, Corolla's on there, too, but notice he doesn't have any friends added. We'll talk a little bit more about MySpace in a second. Because we're on the fact we're talking about Michigan, I do want to bring in our buddy Lefty. Uh, What's up? Hey, how you doing? Lefty's who I stayed with. Lefty was, our, was a co-worker of ours in Michigan and um, just a really good friend of Dubs and I. So how you doing, man? Now, you and I, we went to a, a, a Super Bowl party, <clears throat> and then afterwards, we went to White Castle. We did. Uh, now, now you, you called me during halftime mm-hmm. and told me you are going to White Castle. And we were in the White Castle parking lot, or in the drive-thru, and what did you say to me, Dubs? I said, please bring me back some sliders, because there's no place around here that has White Ca- Castle sliders. Now, for those of you that don't know, maybe you've seen Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, but unless you've been, I guess, maybe in Michigan, I know they've got them in New York. They've got them other places, but this yeah. is something that they don't have here in D.C. White Castle is a 24-hour food establishment. It is really exactly that. The food is 24-hour quality. Yeah, it's very... Uh, greasy. Greasy. Uh, their big thing is they don't flame broil the burgers. They're steam cooked, so it's steamed meat. Yeah, it, the, on a bun. The on the on a bun the size of um, maybe your fist, if yeah. that. I mean, they're tiny. Yeah. And the whole thing that you do when you go to a White Castle is that you get you order a sack of ten. A sack of ten. Now you said what, Dubs? I said I wanted some sliders. Bring me back a couple. And I said no way. There's no way that I'm going to pack in my luggage on the on the Northwest flight back from Michigan to to DC sliders for you it's just not going to happen so anyway i uh left you you ordered three sliders you ate one of them and then what'd you say i said this is vile i'm not drunk i cannot eat the other two and that's the other thing about these is that this is drunk food yeah drunk and high food and this is what harold and kumar go to white castle so we were sober at the time of going to white castle and it was the worst food i would probably say ever no 
Yeah, I don't believe it. All right, here's the thing. So you ordered three, didn't you, Lefty? I did. And I, you, ate, I ate one. And then what did you say? I, I couldn't finish them. I said, I'm done with these. These are disgusting. Uh, here you go. Bring them back to Dubs. And so, Dubs, I now present to you. <laughs> I had them. We bought them exactly one week ago in Redford, Michigan, right across the street from Club Craver. Two sliders. Nice. From Michigan. With everything. From White Castle. Now, there's no mayo on them. Good. So I'm going to toss them over to you. Now, what I did, Dubs, is I wrapped them in saran wrap and foil. I'm not sure if I put them in the fridge or not. So <laughs> so they're about a week old. Do you want to eat them on the air? I asked for them, didn't I? I'll eat them. Are you going to eat week old? You're going to eat week old White Castle here on the air. Hell yeah. I need them warmed up, of course. No, I don't say... Why would you eat them warm? It's like pizza or fried chicken. Better cold. Ooh, I can smell them. Oh, God. Can you really? All right, Corolla's begging me to let him have one. I right, get in here real fast. Corolla, our intern. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Now, Dubs, before you eat them, I do want to talk to Lefty about a couple of things. We've had Lefty's uh, chick on the phone before. Mm-hmm. She's super hot. What are her measurements one more time? Uh, like 34. I don't, I don't know the rest, though. D? I mean, yeah, 34 D. Anyway, she's she's got uh she's really she's really well endowed. And I did some personal training for her. I like actually personal trained her and I, I helped her out at the gym. Lefty, I want you to know that I did not touch her inappropriately. That doesn't matter. However, I want to admit this to you, okay? Alright. I in no way had any sexual thoughts about your chick while I was staying the night there, uh, over the weekend. Okay. Not at all. Alright? And I just wanted to make that clear. However, and I, this is going to piss you off a little bit. All right. But you took me to your family's house for dinner uh, before we went to the Super Bowl. Oh, my sister. And I've known you for about four years. We even did this bit on the air after your sister got her first tattoo on the small of her back about it being a target. Oh, God. But you'd never allowed us to see a picture of your sister? I've never seen anything, you know, a picture. We were over at your house. I've never seen a picture of her. He, he like, hit it. And, and, and good for you <laughs> when it comes to your buddies and especially us right. to not, like, you know, to not do that, you know, to want us to stay away from her. Uh-huh. Lefty, let me tell you this now. I really want your sister. <laughs> And I'm not lying to you, dude. I, I'm serious. We're sitting there at the family table. It's me. It's Lefty. It's Lefty's chick. It's Lefty's sister. Lefty's mom and Lefty's aunt. How's mom looking? Nice. Yeah? She's nice, but she's like, you know, she's kind of, you know, she's a woman. You know what I mean? You know, she's up there. Although I will tell you this. His aunt? Hot. Yeah? Yeah. So it was like a, it was like a family reunion you were over at. Yeah. And all I'm thinking about is his sister How and his aunt. How awkward was it? Now, you know, not at all, actually. Because there was kind of an instant connection between me and the sister. You know, okay. you know the sister? What was she wearing? Sweats. Nice. Now, you know I find sweats very hot. It's easy access. Well, it's not even about being easy access. I like a chick who can lounge around in sweats and a t-shirt and no makeup and still look hot. That, to me, is the marker of a beautiful woman if you're able to walk, if you can walk around, quote-unquote, naturally and still be sexy. Well, I've always said that I know Lefty's, chick, uh, Lefty's sister's hot. Because Lefty's hot. Yeah, Lefty's a hot guy. He, he uh, he's one of these. He wouldn't be in the uh, celebrity DJ fat club. No. 
Um, anyway, there's a picture of him on RadioHideout.com. Yeah, there wouldn't be any celebrities in there either. Okay, that's true. Well, um, so anyway, here's what I'm thinking, dude. And I'm just, uh -huh. I want to ask you this as a question. All right. Legitimately, because you know I'm going through the separation and the whole thing. Yeah. The only way I'd ever go back to Michigan is if you could set up a date. I would. I'd be more than happy to. Would you? you would, How about for me? For you, no. Set not, up not a set up an H. Set up no. set up a wobbly H. No, not for dogs. She's got a tattoo on her back, dude. Like she's not into it already. No, because you know I'd be fine with it. Because you're such a mo, you can't just bang chicks. You need to connect with them mentally. Shut up. She's so, she's so stupid. That there's no way you would connect with her mentally. <laughs> so you think she's such a retard? She that, is. That's even hotter, though, in a sense. Yeah, you couldn't do it. You're too big of a mo. Do you really? That is true. All right, so but you don't think there's no way that I could, uh, you would really allow me to do this, though, right? Absolutely. Will you give me your phone number? No. Come on. How else are we going to hook up? I'll, I'll be the middleman. All right, I want you to call her right now yeah. and have her call the show. <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> You're not supposed to be in the middle of the age. Is she wearing a strap on? That's supposed to be. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> hey, we're not from Fowlerville. Come on. All right. So, oh, you I wish. Boy, by the way, to kind of give you a mental picture a little bit, looks a little bit like Broyhill. Charlie? No, not Charlie. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> Lisa. So, um, but anyway, no, she's not pregnant yet. When I'm done with her, though. And no, then think about it. We could be... Keep the... it where you can't get her pregnant. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Lefty. Well, first of all, I wanted to have you on the phone to, prevent, to uh, present Dubs' sliders. They're and, warm now. And then, uh, are they? Yeah. You ready to eat them? Yeah. All right. This is week-old White Castle. I bought at halftime on Super Bowl Sunday. Lefty, do you want to hear him eat it? I do. All right, hold on a second. Carolla, you going to eat the other one? Oh, yeah, I'm honored he's letting me eat it, man. This is seriously a treat. What? what? It's You can't find these down here, man. This is like the best thing ever. Oh, you're from New York? Yeah. Okay, so here's what we'll do. Do we want to play a little game with this? Sure. All right, how about this? Um... We'll do it like we did the Bow Bowl last year. Where we made Matt Albert eat four, <laughs> he ate four X-Lax and a 7-Eleven burrito, and we sold squares as to when it was during the rest of the show he would have the food uh, digest, if you will, to yeah. be, you know, during these when times. Do, whenever he would evacuate. So for you, it's going to be when the slider slides. Yeah. Now, I will say this, 30-minute increments. Uh, Tommy, uh, we'll do it like this. So we got 3.30 to 4, 4.30 to 5, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It is one slider each. I say that Corolla, it will slide through Corolla, I think, 6 o'clock. During the 6 o'clock hour um, from 6 to 6.30. Dubs for you. Because you are, what, on Trim Spa or something or other? Now I'm on HydroxyCut. What? <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, we're going to have to talk about that. In this. After all the mess you gave me about being on a HydroxyCut, you're now on well, it. Well, I'm healthy enough to be on it. You aren't. All right. Um, all right. I say you, if you're on the HydroxyCut and I've been there and I know what it does to you, I say 4.30. In the middle of talking to porn, buddy, you're going to have to go to the restroom. You ready? Yeah. I want you guys to eat weak old food. All right. Go ahead. Hey. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> you don't cheer. Oh, yeah, you, do. you don't do any cheers over White Castle. <laughs> how's you got to eat them in two bites, though. Now, how's it taste? Great. Now, it does. What does it have on it? Um, onions, cheese, and pickles. And uh, mustard. 
All right, so there's onion, cheese, pickle, and mustard. Hey, you know what, you guys? There's no cheese on those. There's no cheese on them. No, that's the that's okay. slider sauce. Oh, what's in the secret slider sauce? Nothing. It's just all the water sopped through the uh, the bun. Yeah. Uh, slider sauce. <laughs> this is the most disgusting. That's good. I want another one. Oh, there isn't another one. You got The only way you're getting another one if Dubs treats you like a baby bird and gives you what he just chewed up. No, I did that on Ron and Fez, and I couldn't see for 10 minutes. <laughs> well, then you're not getting another one then. That's good. Actually, Lefty, how about we do this? How, about, how about you go buy, buy a sack of 10, and you put them in the mail? And then, right. and then that way maybe we get him on Wednesday. And write your uh, your uh, sister's uh, ten digits on there for me too. All right, right. You guys want fries too? Yeah, send me a bag, yeah, of, bag, fries. bag of fries. Some chicken rings. All right. No, but the uh, the chicken sandwiches are quite delicious as well. It's all disgusting. I can't believe the two of you animals just mm. ate week old food. It's great. It's good. All right, Lefty, we'll holler at you. Hey, and I'm serious, dude. I really want your sister's number. Cause, I don't look you up. Because think about it, man. We could be like brother-in-laws. I don't, want, I don't want to be your family, though. No, we would be family. I don't want to be your family. I'm going to take pictures. <laughs> That's the last thing I want. <laughs> Target. Does she have any more targets? Does she get any more tattoos? Yeah. She uh, She officially became white trash when she got her third. Yeah, that does make you white trash. Where's the third? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. She's got one, I think, on her ankle and then uh, maybe another one on her back or something like that. All right. If you got two tattoos on your back... And one on your ankle, you're officially white trash. I completely Absolutely. agree with you. And that's hot. Yeah, she's I, very trashy. I really want it. Oh, Dubs, how many tattoos do you have? I don't even know anymore. I think like seven. Twelve. Seven, twelve of uh, all of the NFC Central. All right, thank you, Lefty. Well, there it is, Dubs. So you, in an hour, I think it'll slide through you. Corolla, 6 o'clock. Because, by the way, Corolla's the same cat who uh, drank Listerine. I'll get him in here real quick. I mean, fast. he eats cat food, everything. You never see him having a problem with his well, stomach. It's obviously helped him with his cat-like reflexes. At the end of the last Sunday show, from 6.30 to 7, <laughs> we had you do shots of Listerine because this lady in Michigan says she got drunk off of it. How were you the next day? Because you literally were hallucinating when we ended the show and thought you were going to die. Yeah, I mean, the weird part was, I mean, you guys had left, and I was sitting in your chair... And Tommy was talking to me in mid-sentence. I just remember everything was going black. And I woke up like five hours later, and Tommy was just shaking his head. But the next day was just unbearable. Unbe I mean, remember when we took the hot sauce and Ron and Fez dub? Yeah. It wasn't even that. I mean, it was ten times more that painful. When you were evacuating, it was. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. And I mean, it was. You know, coming. You know, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, was it at least a lot of numbers? <laughs> was it? Yeah. Was it at least? Um, at least smell good? Uh, it didn't smell bad. All right, that's all I wanted to know. But it was, it was painful. Enough. Okay, shut up. We don't care that much. Especially the citrus. All right, get out of here. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Dub, speaking of Michigan, you said you had something for me. Well, yeah, you uh, you called me from Michigan um, when you were back with Lefty and you were partying and. I've gotten a, quite a few of these voicemails lately, and I'm going to play one oh, for a couple people, and then, you know, we will. I'll, I'll get into it from there. All right, so you got a voicemail from Voicemail from Hefe from Michigan when he was out. Should I be worried? I mean, not, not about the segment. Uh-oh. All right, well, let's take a break. In personal life, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's that mean? Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Stay tuned for the biggest loser, Ryan Benson, and also, too, uh, the chick from Porn Buddy. But first, uh, this commercials, and I guess Dubs is going to help me. Next, the hideout, 106.7 WJFK.
right, welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs, uh, on this Sunday afternoon. Uh, RadioHideout.com is the website you want to get to, get caught up on everything for the show, including their show logs, uh, so you uh, know exactly what's happening, and um, bios and all that kind of fun stuff as well. If you want to get in touch with us, feel free to do that. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. And there's also the instant messenger, JFKHideout at AOL.com, and that also doubles as the email for the radio show. And Dubs, we have a special guest, someone who I have not seen in probably a month. Uh, and I, uh, I'm i just taken. I'll say this. I'm taken by the new look of Mr. Fez Watley. Fez, welcome Hi, to the Hi, boys. That hand- Sunday hideout. Oh, this is spooky. <laughs> the, the, the handlebar mustache is the coolest thing that I have ever seen. Between my mustache and your goatee, you combine our faces and it's Satan. Let's do it. Come here, let's try, let's try it right now. If you if we had a child, it would be a Satan baby. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Now, you were supposed to call us from Wegmans. Yeah. But what happened? You can't get near it right now. You it's, cannot get near it. I went uh 7 a.m. I was there for the grand opening. People were camping out like 6, 5.30 a.m. That's crazy. To get I mean, into the into the new Wegmans in Fairfax. Uh, until a couple weeks ago, I never heard of Wegmans. I didn't know what it was. I am still confused as to what a Wegmans is. Is it like a Sam's Club? Is it like a Costco? What is a Wegmans? No, it's not bulk. Oh, no, okay. No, what's, oh, you won't enjoy it. It's not bulk. <laughs> um, it's, there, it's a fully functional grocery store. Yeah, it's got everything that you would want to go grocery shopping. And then it's got this market cafe, which is this whole like gourmet section. Where they actually have chefs working in there and stuff. And the, the meats and seafood and the cheeses. The variety of mayonnaises. You oh, would be wow. amazed at J-Dubs. I'm excited. I'm going. So it's a, it's a food miracle is what I would have to say finally. A high, in this two-horse town. <laughs> so it's a high-class giant then, essentially. A very high-class. Yeah, I guess. If, I mean, it, would, it, would it be like there's Outback and then there's like The Palm? And so the Weg- Wegmans is like the palm of grocery stores? There you go. That's that's a very good example. Wow. Now, did you get your uh, tour? I knew you had, you were supposed to have a tour. We met Wegmans. John, the executive chef. And it's like, and this place was packed yeah. right as it opened. I mean, you couldn't move in the place with people showing up. And he goes, I saw the mustache, and I thought that had to be you, Fez. I thought I saw Teddy Roosevelt walk by. <laughs> and so was it everything that you thought it would be? More. Just more. It's like Willy Wonka, but there's a lot more than chocolate. A lot of meat. Yeah, there's everything. So like how, if Willy Wonka opened a grocery store. So how much money did you end up spending? I mean, did you spend a lot of money? Did they give you free stuff? or? Oh, there's free samples everywhere. So that was the best part. So I felt that was my breakfast. And, you know, I'm in here now because I heard we had week-old hamburgers. They were great. Ah, you just missed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fezzy. Yeah. We would have saved one. Um, but it was sensory overload. No, I didn't buy a thing. Oh, really? I'm sure they love me as the customer. <laughs> but I, it was just to take the tour of the place. and You wouldn't know where to start. Now, do you need a membership card to go in there and everything? or No, but they do have a shopper's club card. Oh, okay. You know, so you can get the uh, consistent uh, low prices. All right, so I now I feel like I have to go. You have to. Now, But it's packed over there. Yeah, you can't. Up and down Lee Highway, that's where it's at in Fairfax. You can't get down Lee Highway either way. You know how close I was to the station. Yeah. yeah. To, uh, how, how close I live. It took me a half hour to get here. Wow. 
Damn. I need to go there. Because of Fairfax traffic. Because if there's this much hubbub about it, I mean, I've never been to one. I've never heard of one. Don't be left out. Don't be the last one. No, You look like a rube. I, I More of a rube. Too late. <laughs> um, I, I say we go to mixtapes. I say we go to mixtapes now, or at least for an hour. Who needs to talk to Ryan from The Biggest Loser? Let's uh, let's go put on a little weight at Wegmans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll put it all back on, Jefe. I know you. No! You said I was going to gain weight after we uh, lost the weeknight show. I think I'm still looking a little uh, svelte. Uh, well, now Wegmans is in the equation. There's no hope for you. I'll tell you this. <laughs> thank God that I uh, never come down here anymore. I think that's going to save me in calories alone. We don't live high on the hog out in Maryland. We don't have any of those Wegmans. I, I've noticed ever since you started working at El Sol, the Pop-Tarts are always in the snack machine now. They're not sold out anymore here. That and the uh, the moon pies. Right. I know they can always keep them stocked at moon pies as well. Now, what over at El Zol, what's in the uh, the uh, the food machine there? Nachos. Nachos? Choco Taco. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chicklets. Um, no, I, actually, they, uh, I don't know. I hardly ever go into the jock lounge. Really? Yeah, quesadillas. I think they have. No, they um they've got what you call it. Um it's on it's on the PG side of the building, PGC side of the building. So I never go over there. Now this is what I picture. Uh, what is that? The border? <laughs> kind of. There is a whole like dividing line. Yes, you what, picture what? What I picture at El Zol is a bunch of people. You know, you guys run the border, or whatever. But everybody's wearing Mexican wrestling masks while they're working the board. If you I wish, Luchador Radio. Yeah. In fact, you know what? If anyone had a Mexican uh wrestling let me, mask let me, let me move over for Ray Mysterio, he's coming in next. I would actually get it and wear it because what they the way they have it set it up over in Lanham with PGC and El Sol, which by the way, I call detention uh El Sol because I'm stuck over there because I'm being punished for some reason. Detention camp. Right. I um but they have in the in the lobby they have video cameras where you can see into um uh you can see into the studios and i would love to have a mexican wrestling mask because everybody in the lobby all the salespeople who come through all the clients who come through all the big stars for the donnie simpson show i would love to be just sitting there and in the studio with a mexican wrestling mask and everybody just standing there being like what the hell is going on (laughs) If anyone has one, please bring it to me. I'd absolutely love that. All right, joining us on the phone. And then I hung up. No, sir. No, I hung up. No, no fat fingers hit the wrong button. No, he's not there. Hey, they're slick. Are you there? They're svelte now. No, he's not there. It was Cameron. Cameron actually uh, is calling about Wegmans. There he is. Cameron? Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Are you there? Is it Squiggy or Cameron? <laughs> Hello. 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 I just, I just I just left heaven, known as Wegman. Okay. Isn't it amazing? It's the greatest store in the history of stores. I don't understand it. Why? Finally. Is it, why is it so great? Best buy to me. You can't explain it until you go. It's, it's like the greatest shopping experience ever. It's the Disney World of grocery stores. It really is. Nice. But I wanted to call and tell you that as I was leaving, the traffic and the tension is so bad that there were people actually fighting with each other through their cars trying to get in <laughs> to merge. All right. How about we- yeah? The cops are out there. You got to watch out. They're writing tickets. You park in the wrong place. Cameron, let's do a cr- let's do a crazy radio stunt and be shock jocks and take the JFK van out there and just park it there and get a haircut on the roof. Yeah. And see what happens. That's a great idea. All right, we'll do that next. Bring the keys. Um, oh, by let, the way, let's have someone go in and have sex in Wegmans. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Trust me, those gags never work. <laughs> Trust me from experience. 
All right. Thank you. Um, oh, wow. So I am just amazed. Now, let me ask you. I'm this. amazed that you hang up on camera without saying goodbye. <laughs> what am I going to do? He's like, in, he's, like, he's like Raider Nation or Matt Albert. Um, just he's a file. Just a fan. <laughs> a file. I, um... Now, about Wegmans, I do have to ask this because they're getting all of this publicity. Are they at least sponsors of JFK? Oh, I don't think so. No, not no. at all. So we're giving them all this pub. <laughs> and you at least you got a tour, though, out of it, right, though, Fez? Oh, yeah, 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 from John the Executive Chef. Wow, man. I just, I wonder what it is that makes this such this great shopping experience. You got to go, I guess. I guess just talking about it isn't enough. Are the aisles shaped differently? Do they have, like, TVs and stuff? No, they're straight aisles. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. All of a sudden, you made me think, how are the aisles set up? Well, that's what I want to know. What's different? Like, do they have, but like, this... Like, they're going to have, like, a full-service restaurant there. And they've got chefs on duty. And you can okay. eat there, and they're, like, they're preparing gourmet food. Let me ask you And you, you can get all kinds of, like, really fancy desserts. Let me ask you this. Can you, like, buy a fish from, like, you know, the uh, seafood area and give it to the chef and have him cook it right there for you? You know what? I don't know, but you can buy, like, a whole fish. They've got, like, Chesapeake Bay rockfish there, whole fish. All right, so that, I mean, it, they have just everything you would want. That's a good question. If it's a restaurant... And it's all fresh. If it's a restaurant and a supermarket combined, then you're right, Dubs. Could you go buy the ingredients from the aisles... And then take it over for them to prepare. And then sit down there. Now you're surpassing my Wegman's knowledge. <laughs> well, if it's so great, I need to know. <laughs> this is something that I'm actually going to get into. Because then you think about You can't buy a box of cereal and have them <laughs> pour it in a bowl for you. Why not? It's Wegman's. That's what they do. I can't you can believe you're jealous. Can you, you can prepare these kabooms for me? <laughs> yeah. I want in on the pool, by the way, of when you're going to have your kabooms from White Castle. <laughs> yeah. What time do you want? You took 4.30? I took 4.30. He's on the hydroxy cut, Fezzy. Yeah, um, I'll take four. Fifteen mm. minutes? <laughs> yeah. Fifteen? Oh, oh, wow. All right, so Fez has four. I'll go earlier. Uh, I've got 4.30. By the way, earlier in the show, Dubs ate week-old White Castle that I brought back with me from Michigan. It was great, too. It was just like it was cooked today. And Corolla, I have to... <laughs> yeah, it was a week old from him. How old was it when he bought it? All right, now, Fez... <laughs> Now, Fez, people are telling me there's a whole nother Wegmans down by Dulles. You've been missing out. You've had Wegmans all the time. Right, yeah, but I've never been to that one. Well, it's... I've never been to anyone. Any oh, Wegmans. Oh, okay. That's why it's also new to me. All right. I've never been to a single one. I never even heard of it. No, I'm I'm truly... I'm intrigued. If it's a place where I could go and I could get the, the, the hamburger helper beef stroganoff, <laughs> the beef... The uh, the butter and the milk. For mo what the, what and they're not going to make trailer food. And the corn. <laughs> and I take it to the guy and say, this is what I would like for dinner in 45 minutes. Could you please cook this? And I can walk out of Wegmans with my dinner ready. No, 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 no. There's, uh, there's going to be like a whole menu there. Right? I, Every day there's going to be like a uh, daily menu. And I doubt that they're going to have hamburger helper there at all for you to buy. Oh, well, then no, why? they have all the regular grocery oh, do stuff. They? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, if they don't have hamburger helper, then what's the point of shopping there? You don't go to a even that 7 might be the reason. No, even Seven <laughs> Eleven has Hamburger Helper. Yes, it's a Seven Eleven. Oh, hmm. I know you like your big bites, cheeseburger big bites. <laughs> That's the worst thing about being on a diet, man. I had had one of those in like a month. Chupacabra, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey guys, listen, I'm telling you what. Number one thing to get at Wegmans are the subs there. They have these humongous subs that I guarantee you, you guys can't even finish one. What do you mean? 
I have to say about 18 inches long. Yeah, I don't even understand. I don't even know what kind of... Oh, he could take that. Yeah, I could could take 18 inches. (laughs) But the thing is, they're like five inches wide and like five inches tall. Is this dirty talk? Why are you calling? All of us... Hey, Loveline took our place from 11 to 1. So call... If you're going to talk dirty, call then. Um, All right. Well, thank you, Chupacabra. Yeah, there's a pizzeria there. They make their own pizzas. There's a sub shop in the place. I'm intrigued. I want to go now. I can't wait till seven when we get off the air. Should we send? How about this? We got a couple prizes. We got some stuff. Somebody bring us a Wegman sub. Fezzy, if you want to, we'll let you. <laughs> I am not going to get you idiot subs. <laughs> how dare you go there this morning and know you're coming in later and not bring us a sub? I would have called from there, except I can't get near the place now. Now I just want a Wegman shopping bag. I'd love a shopping bag. To carry your clothes around <laughs> I do work at El Sol. That's, that's, that's what we ship out the prizes in. Little brown paper bags. Now, when you were in there, what, yes, did, you, what did you sample? Uh, I tried some of their uh, organic bacon. How was that? That was great. They had some cheeses. They had desserts lined up. They were uh, There was waffle samples. They were making waffles in the place. Organic bacon? That sounds scary. Yeah, it was like no preservative bacon. It was really, really good. All right, when you have something as perfect Which as... Which is perfect for you because I know you hate chemicals and stuff. Well, no. You, you try to be all natural. When you have something... <laughs> look at me. Uh, when you have something as perfect as... You don't your look, body. Yeah, you don't look at me and then, <laughs> and then roll your eyes. That doesn't help. When you have something as perfect as bacon, why do you screw around with it and try to make it organic? This stuff is good. It's It's got, like, none of the nitrates in it. And how do you... I was listening to the store speeches uh the tour speeches today how long were you at wegmans this morning i was probably there an hour and a half i think and he didn't buy anything you no you're just in there soaking it in yeah exactly i didn't know where to start son of a bitch an hour and a half and know nothing for it and it was packed i mean it was like try it and it looked like a you know a rock concert trying to get in the place wow people camped out for it it's a rock fish concert hmm i'm getting this bad news matt albert's already been banned from wegmans no more free sampling sad so are they going to allow you then to, uh, like, do you get a tour every week or what happens? I've already been through the place. It's not going to change. <laughs> well, I just wondered if there was going to be something special or, like, this is, it, it's Fezzy time. It's 7.30 on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, their new promotion, Fezzy time. All right. Fezzy shopper's time. Uh, let's, I'm, uh... <laughs> You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm excited for you, Fezzy. If this is if this is the new big thing, I'm just future. telling you to go. The future, huh? All right. Well, I guess I'll. You'll probably be eating there every day. No. If you worked here. Yeah. <laughs> if you're allowed in the building every day. I sure hope they don't have them in Florida. <laughs> um. All righty then. Well, Fezzy, thank you for stopping by. No problem. Thank you for the Wegman's education. And I was I was sad about this too that I found out that I'm. Uh, I'm at the tattoo limit. I'm officially white trash. <laughs> oh, I'm what? I'm, I'm earlier in the show. I'm double trash. Don't worry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. It was a rule. Somebody else came up with the rule. How I thought, I- well, Lefty threw out that very specific number. Three. All right. Oh, look at this. Best companies to work for, Wegmans number one. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So this truly- Where's Infinity? Oh, please. Whoever Infinity is, Infinity DC is lower. It somehow is further down on the totem pole. Let's see. Oh, there's Infinity. Right behind Asian Sweatshop. 
Okay. Let's take. We aren't doing bad, I don't think. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. Ryan, the winner of The Biggest Loser, is next in the hideout. Hey, let's hear it for Fezzi. It's The Hideout. Yeah, what me. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. NBC has struck gold with their huge reality TV hit, The, the Biggest, Biggest Loser, where obese people battle each other and their cravings to see who can lose the most weight. In The Hideout, we've been playing a version of this game since the summer with our biggest loser, intern Alex Corolla. Corolla is a bottle. Well, that's true. Listen as we attempt to shred away not pounds, but dignity. I can't wait to wear pants. From chair shots. Are you ready for the chair shot? Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> to complete demoralization. Jen, I love you. <laughs> you ever think of him in a sexual way? Have you ever? No. You won't find the biggest loser on NBC. I'm just a big loser. He's only found in the hideout. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs with you on this Sunday afternoon. And hello to all of you either going to or leaving Wegmans right now in Fairfax. Who knew it was all the rage? But uh, Fezzi just stopped by and he was there this morning at 7 o'clock in the morning at a grocery store. And um, I know it had been a big topic conversation during the show during the week, uh, Ron and Fez. And, you know, that, that was the first time I ever heard about it. And the hype is... Up there. I get, it really, now it's going to be one of those the things. The word is out. I'm going to go and be sorely disappointed. I don't think so. From what, I mean, you, you would think that from what we were talking the whole week, Fez would have been disappointed going today. But he lived up. Yeah, lived up to, for someone who's been talking about it for a full week. Now, you know? aren't there some shopping markets where they have, like, televisions on the uh, the little the carts, don't they have those now? I've never seen that. I'd, that'd be great, though. I think the Jetsons have those. Oh, uh, you know what? Maybe that's where I saw it. The Jetsons? Maybe I did see it. That's where you're getting your reality from? <laughs> Actually, yes. Uh, sadly enough, um, I think it is. Also, too, Dubs, earlier uh, in the show, we started the show with you and our intern, Alex Carolla. Oh, he's not really an intern anymore. Our radio bitch, Alex Carolla. Uh, eating a slider, the two of you eating sliders. They've uh, been sitting in your house for a week. No, the slider is from White Castle. So ask, uh, I want to see how you're doing. We took some bets as to when it was that you would have it slide through and you would need to go and make sure everything was uh, handled, if you would. You uh, you picked 430, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a half hour till that hits. Fez said you'd go sometime during between four and four thirty. Yeah, what I'm you... I'm feeling all right right now. Really? Yeah. I get Corolla in here real fast. I want to see. But how... if you if anybody knows about White Castles, they don't you they don't you know come up on you and you know it's coming. They sneak right up on you. And but the thing about it too is it's weak old food. Yeah. I mean more than anything else, it's food that was purchased in Michigan a week ago and you just consumed. You dirt ball. Now I'm, think, now I'm thinking, you know, Michigan wasn't that bad. Maybe I should go back. Maybe I should go back, hang out, get some White Castle. Just for White Castle. Corolla, how are you feeling? Um, doing all right. Actually, my stomach is kind of, it's, it's having a little bit of a battle, but I don't think I'm going to hack this time, like with the Listerine. Do you think you'll need to eventually uh, go use the facilities at some point? Yeah, but as Dub said before, this stuff just hits you. I mean, it's not like. It's not like, oh, sweet, it's coming up. Let me grab uh, the newspaper in the sports section. No, it's, oh, man, I hope there's enough toilet paper in there. Okay, all oh. right. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, you know, every time, get out of here. Uh, Ralph, you're in the hideout of JFK. 
Yo, boys, uh, Fezzi's hit it right on the head. I'm from Rochester. I'm from New York. And Wegmans, the subs, uh, you can't, I mean, Jerry's crap. Wegmans, the bomb. Uh, I, 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 just, I just find it so funny that people get so worked up over something like this. I'm not kidding you. When it's I the well things here, in life. When I moved out here, one of the worst things that I hated about this stinking northern Virginia was the grocery stores. <laughs> They're terrible. You know, there's a lot more to hate out here than just... Yeah, there's a lot more. <laughs> but Besides all the SOBs on the road, I guess you're right. And more. But uh, I hear you. I completely hear you, Ralph. Well, I'm glad that life is now good for you because you got a grocery store. I'm happy. Um, Thank you. <laughs> the funny thing to me, Dubs, is that there are so few things in life that give you just this this pure joy that apparently this has given to uh, to our friends. Now, the one thing in my life right now that I would say makes me happy, alcohol. I would say that I, I have a little alcohol. All of a sudden, um, I'm, I'm feeling great. And actually, this is what I wanted to get into a little bit earlier. I think you're uh, developing a problem okay. with alcohol. Uh, the last probably four weekends in a row, I've gotten calls from you where you don't even remember the call the next day. I mean, you are just out. Mm-hmm. And I've got actually a couple of them during the week from you, too. <laughs> Granted, one of them was from your birthday this right. past uh, this past Thursday. Right. But I, I want to just tell you that there are some people around here saying that you may have a problem. Who? Well, me, for one. But there were actually people talking about the fact that I may have a, an alcohol problem? Cameron. Really? Michael Hughes. Jay Stevens, all of them are saying you might have an alcohol problem. <laughs> I'm going to bite my tongue right now. <laughs> Les Moonves actually sent me a corporate email saying, check on Hefe. He seems like he's having a problem. I've gotten a few voicemails from him, and they're just out there. They're over the top. As long as it doesn't get to Mel. Uh, um, well, how would it get there now? Future employee. Oh, yeah. So what? I, sorry. So what is this you have for me then? Now this is one of the voicemails you left me uh, from Michigan. You called me Friday night in Michigan and uh, left me this voicemail. Okay. Received February fourth at eleven sixteen p.m. Save this for broadcast. Oh God. I am drunk. Oh God. Saturday. I think I'm in Sterling Heights, the suburb of Detroit. It's Friday? God damn. It's Friday. I'm, uh, lost. Oh, yeah, I can't say God damn, but you're fine. Anyway, uh, just wanted to call you and let you know, uh, uh obliterated. Uh, Hooters, uh, a couple of different bars. So wasted. And... Having dinner with Bob Olson tomorrow. Driving five dollars, son of a bitch. A holler at you. Save this for broadcast. We'll okay. play this back on a Sunday afternoon and it'll be awkward. Later. Oh, man. Now, do you remember making that phone call? Um, Vaguely. Vaguely? I do remember the fact that I called you. I don't remember the fact that I said... It's uh, Saturday when it was actually Friday. Yeah. And actually, be honest, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember. You the... remember making the call, but you don't remember the content. 
I thought we talked to each other. We talked to each other early in the night before you started drinking. I, um, I don't see where that uh, signifies any sort of a problem. Not one call. One call is fine. But when I've, I'm getting them each and every weekend, when I figure, you know what, I'm not even going to answer this phone call because I know he's drunk, that's when you know you have a problem. When I can, when I know your drinking schedule and when not to pick up the phone when you call. So are you genuinely worried about me? Like, I'm beginning to be. Now, why does... As well as uh, Alan Linewand is. He called me, too. He's not here anymore. I, it, it's all, all the way up in New York. It's gone up the flagpole. The big thing is O'Reilly worried yet. No, not yet. He's got his own worries. Once he starts calling you, then you should be worried. All right, so now, all right, so now the blogs are coming back. Uh, the blog entries are coming back to haunt me. Somebody just sent me this. This was my scorecard that apparently I wrote. Um, on the blogs on RadioHideout.com. On the on the my blog on RadioHideout.com. All right, here's here's what it is. I guess this was the Friday night that I called you. Yes. One and a half pitchers of Miller Lite, two Red Bull and vodkas, and at least three shots of God knows what. That sounds like a typical Friday night. N- not for you. You get drunk very easy, and you forget stuff very easily when you're drunk. All right, now here- I don't think you should be getting to that point. All right, here's, now here's the other thing. Let me tell you. And that- maybe if it was only on Friday night, yeah. But it continues to Saturday night. I mean, when when me and you went back to Michigan probably three or four weeks ago just to hang out, um, we went out drinking Friday night. We got pretty drunk. Right. The next night, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not. I can't drink again. You and Lefty were both hitting the sauce hard again. All right, hold on. Now, all right, here's the example of this. Back on the same blog entry. Saturday night, two Soco and lime shots, three apple martinis. One cherry vodka sour double, one cherry vodka sour triple, and then to man it up, a 40 ounce of Miller Lite. Were you at a gay bar or something? What's with all the martinis and cherry vodka sours? Actually, when I was at Porno Dan's uh, New Year's Eve party... um, <laughs> it, You kissed a dude? No, I did not kiss uh-huh. a dude. I <laughs> No, shh. I, uh, I got turned on to the apple martinis. And then, as it turns out, um, cherry vodka sours are good. And that's why it ends up that I needed the 40 ounce of Miller Lite to man it up a little bit. Okay, they serve these uh, at any hetero bar, too. In fact, but no heteros order them. That's the thing. Actually, you know, they don't know how to make them at a hetero bar. The waitress uh, said you get a special point for these. What do you mean? She, there were some special points they were giving out for the apple martinis. Because here's what it was. It was a sports bar. It was BW3. It was a wings place. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. And I was happening, uh, apple mart- and I was ordering apple martinis. I think I was with Corolla that night, and uh, we called you, and I just heard Corolla say, why would you admit that? Why would you admit that? And I go, what is he admitting? And he goes... He's drinking, he's had three apple martinis. All right, all right, look, here's the thing. I'm sorry if I like to have a little class about me. I'm sorry that if every time I go out, it's not a natural light ice. Since you uh, dress up all the time. Oh, Yeah, you look really classy. Why don't you shave? Abe, were you wearing those uh, baggy shorts again? 
All right, but see, sometimes you want to feel classy on the inside. How can Alex Kong feel classy? <laughs> What's with the Alex Kong reference? You know that hurts my feelings. I was called that as a child. Uh, he's going to have an apple martini to dull the pain. Yeah. I would. I know you would, Yalki. I'm not an Alki, dude. When I met you, you're like, I never drink. I, I didn't. You look at my life for the last six weeks and try not to have a drink. I can handle it without hitting the sauce. Or Pepsi. Yeah, I haven't had a Pepsi in over a month. Oh, you're so great. <laughs> that doesn't have any... I'm sure they sell Pepsis at these places that you go to. At these quote-unquote gay bars. And an apple martini is not gay. Or if you call it your bar. dancing around to it and singing along. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I just want you to be happy. No, you don't. Then you'll let me drink. Will, what's up? Hey, Hathaway, why don't you just combine the best of both worlds and uh, have a Cosmo? Yeah. Hmm. What's in a Cosmo? I'd have it. What is You it? or someone else. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Will. Uh, you're welcome. Appreciate that. Cosmo. Get it? Whack your wordplay. No, I understand. It's a okay. pun. It's a pun. And that's what you guys are into, puns. Maddox, you're in the hideout on JF. <laughs> you're into puds. What? <laughs> what? Dude, I love those dudes. What are you Me and some dudes get together at the day bar, dudes. Me and those brothers suck those things down. And the upper market. All right, all right. Come on. You know... So how did this go? It doesn't even sound to me like you're even particularly worried. I, I truly am. About because my- either you're drinking gay drinks and getting really wasted or you're drinking regular drinks and getting real wasted. Either way, you have a problem. You're trying to just uh, suppress something down. Yes. It's coming in here. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. Jason, you're in the hideout. Yeah, a, a gin martini is classy. Apple martini is just gay. Oh, what what, what makes the distinction then? Because a gin martini is hard. It was hard liquor. And, but what's an apple martini is what is uh, the uh, the schnapps and the um and the what? What else is on there? I don't know. I don't drink it. <laughs> right. Actually, I found it. Uh, I just punched up another one of your voicemails. You left me. Okay. <laughs> And when you get those tequila nights going, you know you have a problem. <laughs> Seriously, you suck. You suck. I see Tommy there and a little note, and I'm like, what's going on? We found another voicemail. When he played me that one, I was really, really worried. Yeah. Oh, that's what you should be worried about. Well, I mean, you're speaking Spanish. I know that's not like you. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you ain't playing. Um, all right, people say apple martinis are for drinking snobs. But I'll tell you this, though. Look, did you ever drink a martini, Dubs? Um, I've had uh, Manhattans before. There's something about, terrible. There's something about holding that glass, though. It does make you feel a little classy. You feel like, you know what? Maybe I am a little bit better than you. And then when it's green, when it's green, what? What did you do? Oh, no. I'd... Okay. When it's green, you know. It's a little bit better. All right. You guys got me a present. Give me my present here. 
I know you wanted to wait until a little bit later on. Well, let me see what you guys got me. It was your birthday Thursday. Oh, that's the other thing, too. It was my birthday. Thank you very much. I, um, and happy birthday to you. I want to appreciate I appreciate everybody. I turned 27 years old. Um, you know, and, and in fact, you know what? I will say this. I didn't party a lot when I was growing up. I think that might be part of the problem. I think it's part of the problem, too, because when I turned 21, let me say this. There's nothing more annoying than a 21-year-old person. Because a twenty, and you know this, you and I have actually had this conversation before. There's something about a 21 year old person that all they want to do is get drunk. Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, we should bring some uh, beer out here. Yeah, and, and everything. Like, yeah, everything. Everything either uh, involves a flask or a 40. Right. Exactly. And it's always about getting drunk if you're 21 years old. And I do have to say, in a sense, I would say over the last six to eight weeks, uh, maybe I've been acting that way a little bit. Actually, it's been longer than that. Has it? Yeah, it's been about six months where you've been wanting to get drunk a little bit more than normal. And not just drunk, real drunk. Yeah, well, here's, I've, I'm always... Like blackout drunk. I'm a big believer in binge drinking. Why? Well, I mean, why else would you drink? Just to be social, just to open up a little bit, loosen up. No, 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 no. Because you don't, you don't drink for the taste, do you? No, but it, it gets you loose. It makes you feel a little bit better, a little bit more talkative. I always thought it was so you could go home with a pig and have an excuse. That is part of the reason, too. Oh, trust me, that's part of the reason, too. But I think whenever you binge drink, you are... Because here's the problem. Let me tell you what... The, and maybe this will diagnose whether or not I have a problem or not. When you do you begin... Do. Stop. You don't know that yet. Huh. Let me let me say what I'm going to say. Denial. When you do begin to drink... And you're two, three drinks in, and you got that loose feeling. You never want it to end. Yep, you got a problem. I, I can't, I can't, I don't want to go back to reality. <laughs> you got a big problem. I need another drink. And in fact, give me another shot and a drink. That way, I at least got this feeling for at least another two, three. You're hours. out of control. And, and if anyone has any Vicodin, ten eight hundred. All right, speed. really. I can't. I need some, you don't go really. To <laughs> deal you, with this, your problem over there. I need to take the edge off. All you're not going to deal with my drinking problem, and it's not a problem, by the way. But you're not going to deal with my quote unquote problem. I need two or three extra strength like it in. Okay. All right. So here's my birthday gift. Yeah, we got you that. Uh... Now Corolla actually came over for my for my birthday. Oh, and speaking of this, Corolla came over for my birthday on Thursday, which, by the way, is the saddest thing ever, because when you're <laughs> when you're spending your birthday with Corolla. <laughs> There are issues. Bring them in real fast because I want to tell you about my birthday. So I got some great calls on my birthday. Yeah. Turned 27. And I also, two dubs, um, had one awful call. It was, it was an abortion of a call. And I immediately, actually, you know what? The cause of my problem, the cause of my drinking, why I started drinking for 45 minutes. I had like five beers in 45 minutes. I wanted the feeling to go away. So then Corolla shows up. It gives me my gift of these beautiful headphones right here. And I thank you for that, Corolla. And then we walked up to the bar, and we had two more drinks, a couple of SoCo and Lime shots, a couple of uh, uh, rum and Cokes. And we had more than that. More than a couple. Did we really? We had two shots each and three mixed drinks each. We had three? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, God. Yes. I'll tell you this. I was going through my phone. I'm like, oh, wow, Dr. Ron called me. And then as it turns out, he had talked to our buddy Shafee. He's like, I talked to Hefe, and I talked to him for about two seconds, and he was drunk. And there's no way he remembered it, and it was like 7.30. And by the way, hello to the guy at the bar we met who recognized us from our voices. Eddie. Uh, Eddie at Galaxy in Silver Spring, who was a big fan of the show. What kind of bar? 
It was a regular bar. It was a sports bar. Ga- Galaxy is a regular sports bar. You go there. Galaxy, but there's no gals. <laughs> you go there. You shoot pool. You watch sports. Okay. Um, so anyway, he recognized this and he goes, "Excuse me, you guys from the radio?" Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Hefe. This is Dubs." And so I you intru- didn't tell him that <laughs> I introduced Corolla as Dubs. Nice. And uh, that's vile. And so now the guys walk around thinking you met Hefe and J Dubs, and actually you met Corolla. But the funniest part of this is that we're walking through my gym. Um, oh. <laughs> walking through my gym, um, just to say hello to everyone because I was drunk and I wanted to say hi. And we're walking through the gym and we're leaving downstairs. It's the Gold's Gym in downtown Silver Spring. And we're walking down the stairs and they're like metal stairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe there's like seven, eight, ten, two of them to a flight as you go down and around and kind of curl around. So I'm walking ahead of Corolla and then I hear this. This son of a bitch literally tumbled down the stairs at my gym. It was the funniest sight that I've ever seen in the world because it's something straight out of the movies. I've never seen a person truly fall head over heels down metal stairs. <laughs> As I look at him now, it was the funniest thing that I've ever seen. Yeah, you were laughing as I'm sitting there, too. All like, hey, whoa, whoa. Now, it would be nice you, of you to help me up. Were you uh, drunk? Is that why you fell down the stairs? I, I was a little buzzed, and I thought I wanted to look cool. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do the thing where you slide down the banister. But it was, <laughs> it, what are you, seven? Yeah, but I guess my jacket got stuck uh, while I was sliding down. And it just, it, I mean, it just caught. And as soon as I caught, I flipped over the back of the bar, and I conked my head on the step. And I was just laying there, and I was like, oh. And then this guy just starts cackling. I would have, too. Because if you saw him roll down head over heels, it was that, the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was the first, best birthday gift ever, and I want to thank you. I must have got the headphones. You suck. These are awful. <laughs> really. I must have got a really early birthday present, too. Actually, no, it was in August uh, at the Ron Fez unsigned uh, promotion. Backstage, Corolla was talking to someone, and they called him over, and he was <laughs> Oh, excuse me, I'll be right back. And he steps, and then he trips and bounces off this ottoman onto the floor. Yeah, it was a completely John Ritter move. <laughs> that's what this was. This was, um... Oh, that's what you're into? You're into a little bit of slapstick? <laughs> the physical comedy? Yeah. I mean, that... You're a great physical comedian? That was an accident, but on Hefe's birthday, I was kind of trying to look cool. <laughs> a right. little bit. I don't know if we're going to have time, because we've got a lot to get to in the show. If we have time... I want you to recreate this for me. What? It for hurts. Birthday. I want- Dude, I couldn't feel the back of my head Hold the on. next day. Hold on. Here's the other thing. I completely forgot about it. I Until the next day when I talked to him uh, online, and I'm like, hey, how's everything going? Thank you for coming over for my birthday. And he goes, yeah, no problem. And he goes, my head hurts. And then I just start laughing. Just start laughing because it all comes flooding back, the fact that he rolled downstairs. See, you forgot stuff because you were drunk. You forgot a great moment like that because you were drunk. So, so you're losing... Losing memories because you're drinking. Here's what we need to do. Let's recreate it. What I would like to do is I want to take you over here in the stairwell at some point during the show if we have time. Yeah. And I'd like you to stand at the top of the stairs. And I literally want you to throw yourself down the stairs. Oh, come on. I, There's about <laughs> ten more steps to a flight here. Roll your... But the, the, How about this? Instead of you throwing yourself down, we'll give them a chance. 
We'll put Why don't you try to slide down again with your jacket on? I'm willing to take that chance. Okay. But here's the thing. you got to do it three times. Three times? You're going to kill me. This isn't funny. You Hold tried to kill me last week with the Listerine. Hold on. Here's what we're going to do. That was two weeks ago. You should be recovered. So anyway, that's what I, that's what I like to do, to recreate that moment. Because I don't want that moment to be lost in time. That's something that we should all have. In fact, if Bad Monkey has his camera, I'd like it to go on RadioHideout.com, too. I think Roll might have a drinking problem, too. What is that? Is oh, that why easy. you guys are, like, always hanging out together? I was with him uh, last Saturday, and he was getting, like, blitzed while we were playing pool over at Bridges. I went with him uh, for a lunch on a TGI Fridays one time, and he was drinking at, like, I think 1 o'clock in the afternoon, which I didn't mind because he got so drunk they picked up the bill. Nice. Actually, here's the other thing, too. One more thing. So I forgot about this. A chick who I hadn't talked to in a while called me up on my birthday and wanted to go out to dinner. And I'm like, yeah, you know, meet me in Silver Spring. We'll go out to dinner. This will be great. And I let this clown tag along with me. So talk, listen to this. So we go. We go. We have uh, dinner at this Mexican restaurant, um, this Mexican food restaurant. It was great food, by the way. And he was so drunk that I somehow suckered him into paying for both of us on our date. And again, I want to say thank you. Yeah, no problem. Because you then, we, we all three of us went back to my place, and you didn't think for a second that you were going, like, going to get some of that, did you? Uh, you guys have pretty much shown me that it's hopeless, so I can kind of enjoy things more now. I even tried to help him last Saturday, and he turned bright red and started mumbling to himself in front of this girl. So I want to thank you for falling down the stairs. I want to thank you for uh, going and buying my Mexican food. Yeah. Because then that night, I ended up tapping it after you left. Get the hell out of here. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't get anything. No, you didn't. Well, you got a bump on the head. Hello. Hey, I've got an idea. We can take them up to the second floor, pry the elevator doors open, and throw them down the shaft. Oh, come on. That, not quite. He doesn't want to be a part of that shaft. <laughs> He'd rather be a part of another. <laughs> Elmo, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, fellas. Happy birthday to you, Anthony. Thank you. Now, I understand that on the website for Alcoholics Anonymous, you right up there in the front of the main page, you click on something that says, you know, here's, to, here's how to know if you have a problem. And it's like, you know, 20 questions, very specific questions. All right, you, that, want me, uh, you want me to take this? Yeah. All right, you know what? Let's take a commercial break. Um, do you have the website? What's the I believe it's just alcoholicsanonymous.org or .com. All right, Dan, like I know how to spell. All right, here's what we'll do. We'll Google it, <laughs> and then we'll see if we can find it. I, yeah, definitely. I'll take it during the commercial break, and we'll come back, and we'll find out whether or not I got a problem. And I, can I just say, uh, Corolla, you sound a lot like Christopher in The Sopranos, where you keep paying for stuff, and you get upset about it. You know, <laughs> don't worry. It'll come back to you someday. It'll be Tony someday. Right. Right. Someday. I've already got to wait. All right. All right. Thank you, Elmo. <laughs> you do, in fact. All right, Dubs, um, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Let me take this quiz on Alcoholics Anonymous, and we'll see if I do indeed have a problem. And Anybody want to take bets on this one? You want to? Do you think... Do you, I'll just do it with me and Corolla. Do you think he has a problem? I'm going to go with no. I'll definitely go with yes. Six-pack on it? Yes, yeah, six-pack okay. on it. I'm, I got faith in it. Can I have one? <laughs> no. Come on. Good, I can't just have one. They're like laced potato chips. We'll take a break. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK.
Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Washington, D.C. I'll have and J-Dubs hanging out with you on this, uh, now when it's Sunday, I guess. Yep. <laughs> we used to say Thursday, Tuesday. Yeah, we used to go through the whole gamut of five days. Well, we had different days we could plug in there. Yeah, now it's just Sunday. Soon enough. Um, I forgot to open my present. We got all wrapped up in the alcoholic thing. We'll do that. Also, too, you want me to take the quiz. Yeah, I want you to take the Alcoholics Anonymous quiz to see if you do indeed have a problem. And that's just because I've had a few drinks over the last... Six months. Whatever. You're developing a problem. Polly Loosebell says, people who died when they were 27. Morrison, Joplin, Cobain, Hendricks, Hefe? Yes. I told you this is the From year... From alcoholism. No. I told you this is the year I'm dying, though. I can feel it. I don't think I'll turn 28. But whatever, we'll have fun when we're doing it. Like uh, Farley. Farley looked like he was partying when he died. He was. If he wasn't partying, he wouldn't have died. Oh. Whatever. It's all a party. It's the hideout. So, Dubs, we saw this a couple of weeks ago. We didn't get a chance to chat, chat with her then. But on Nerve.com, there was a uh, an article called, entitled A Shoulder to Scion. And it's uh, Rachel... And she's a she's a playwright. She's a performer based out of uh, New York City, but she can she kind of came up with this concept. And I don't know if it was her that developed it, but she was the first one to write about it, called a porn buddy. So joining us right now in the hideout, Rachel. It's one hundred six point seven WJFK. Hi. How, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I uh, how do you pronounce your last name? I didn't want to I want to screw it up. Oh, it's Schukert. Schukert. All right, Rachel Schukert in the hideout on WJFK. Now, Rachel, what? Was the uh, what's the concept around this porn buddy? And you know, mind we're on a Sunday afternoon uh, on regular radio. <laughs> but what is this that you that you do uh, with your porn buddy? Well, um, you know, it's funny because I've been alerted to yet another meaning of porn buddy that I guess was on curb your enthusiasm after the article came out, which is somebody that goes to your house if you die suddenly and hides or burns your stash of porn so that your family is not humiliated. Ah, I do remember this, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a lot of people from, a lot of emails from people being like, that's not what a porn buddy is. That's what a porn buddy is. Um, but in this context, a porn buddy is a friend that you call up and watch porn with, but, like, you don't fool around with. <laughs> All right, now, from your article on Nerve.com, you said it was someone who lived across the hall from you? Oh, uh, yeah, he lived there, yeah, he lived in my building. Okay, all right, so you got to, sorry, first of all, where do you come, are, are you a hot chick or no? Am I a hot chick? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, uh, you know. I mean, do, I mean, do you get hit on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that doesn't get, really. Now, uh, what's your height? You're going to ask me how big my boobs are, aren't no, you? No, just height and weight, please. <laughs> I just really want to know if you're, if you're a hot chick, because I have a theory on this, if you are uh -huh. or you aren't. Okay. Uh, hide and wait. Let's see. I'm five six and I'm about a hundred and thirty, hundred and thirty five. That's good. Okay. All right. So you, I, you, unless you got hit by a truck or something, and I, yeah, uh, you, you aren't a burn victim, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a burn victim. Uh, okay. Hot. Then let's assume you're hot then. Yeah, I have a small scar on my forehead. Hot. Did it come? <laughs> anyway, sorry, we're we get all wrapped up. We're into fetishes, but here's the thing, though. So you have this guy that comes over from across the hall. Where do you think of the idea of? I need to have someone to watch porn with. Well, you know, it develops kind of organically. Um, we were both going through really hard breakups. We've been really good friends for a long time. And um, one day he mentioned that he had been watching a lot of porn, and I was like, I want to watch some porn. So we watched porn, and it was really fun, and it was kind of funny, and it was a little bit sexy. 
But our relationship was such that I think to actually, like, hook up would have been weird. So, you know, we started watching porn together. That's what everybody says, you know? It's very weird. I think that, um... So you, you... I think it would have been weird for him. You go into... Oh, please. I This is what's so funny about girls. They actually think we want to be their friend. Yeah. Like, no matter what it is, they truly believe, they want to believe in their heart of hearts. But you know that he... And I'm sure you've been told this a trillion times. He was going over there watching porn with you every single time with the hopes that at some point you would get so worked up, yeah. you would just have to do it. Right. Now, would you go... Well, got- there is an element to the article that's a joke. So I think it's important to remember that, that, you know, in a way the article was written intended as being kind of a spoof of like the sort of like sex self-help books and the sort of compartmentalizing of people's sex lives that you see like in Sex in the City, like analyzing every aspect of it, you know? Okay, all right. So there is an element that is like very self-deprecating and sort of sarcastic about the article. Of course. That's kind I mean, of porn you're in? I know that like you watch porn with a guy and he's going to think it's going to lead to someone else. Something else, and that's sort of the joke of the article. All right, well, very because I, I some, well, sometimes we sit here and we we hear these things that women say, and we're like, you you couldn't honestly believe what's coming <laughs> out of your own mouth. But you did actually have a porn buddy then, so I did, yeah. All right, so like, what what would you guys like? Would you decide on what kind of porn you're going to watch that night? I mean, would we it be sort like, of watch whatever he had or whatever was on the whatever the, get to bestiality. Nah, we never got to bestiality, but we weren't living in Europe. I couldn't be with you then. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, so, but both of you were in, in separate relation. I mean, you weren't in relationships, so the whole point was just kind of getting together. Like, what would happen? Yeah, I mean, I think that the thing was that we were both sort of had been through these relationships that were incredibly traumatizing. And neither one of us was really in a state where I think we could even think about, like, dating or, you know, being with anyone that we weren't, like, absolutely comfortable with. You know what I mean? All right, so we're, like, t- uh, we're talking to Rachel uh, Schuchert. She uh, was on um, Nerve.com. She wrote this article, A Shoulder to Sigh On, uh, and basically kind of talking about the uh, the porn buddy concept. So mm-hmm. take us through a typical porn buddy date then. Yeah, what's the session A typical like? porn buddy date. Well, <laughs> um, usually one of us would have just had some kind of like self-flagellating, masochistic conversation with one of our exes and would be upset. <laughs> All right. You know, <laughs> right? I hear you. I hear you. You, you need know, like, you need an outlet. I was like, I can't believe she said this to me. So, uh, I would usually eat some leftovers. Uh, um, sometimes we would like, you know, dance around to some music on the internet, and then like we'd sit down and start to watch some TV, and so then. This you know, is the oddest the night I've ever heard of. It was sort of a pretense that, like, we weren't going to watch porn this time, and then we would, and then we'd feel sort of guilty. So we would usually time it so that Antiques Roadshow would be on PBS afterwards, and then we would watch that, and somehow that felt very cleansing. All right, now... Um... <laughs> this is the craziest night ever. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I, I would, uh, you're living in a bizarro world. Now, uh, w- after you guys are done watching the porn, you guys go back to uh, your respective places... Would you guys then do, finish it off yourself? Like, yeah. would you, yeah. you take care of, take care of things on your own if you would? I think so. Uh, you would definitely. I mean, I can only speak for myself. And definitely, he did too. Then I would assume so. All right, so now, Dubs, let me ask you this: You got a chick, right? Yeah. I've been told by some people that we're all, in a sense, porn buddies. You and I have watched porn together. 
So in a in a sense, look at you, you're dropping what you're holding there, thinking back to that time. Yeah. So we're sitting there. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. But we. I think that point buddies come in all shapes and sizes. I'm sure. Can you be uh? Can you be like? Could two dudes be porn buddies then? Sure. Why not? It's not about the sexual tension of a boy or a, a chick and a dude. Well, though. that's like one kind of thing, you know. But now, what would have happened, say, if you were watching porn with your porn buddy, and he started, you know, just and he made a move. No, not made a move. Made a move on himself. <laughs> you know, what if he oh. just started doing his thing that he normally does when he watches porn, and right. you're just sitting there? Would you let him do that if it wasn't like sexual with you? I've asked that myself that many times, and I think um, you wanted him to then. What you, you almost yeah, it's like it seems like you, you almost, almost kind of wanted him to do that. Well, I, you know, there was it got honestly like it sort of got sexier over time. Like at first, it started out being like a sort of jokey thing to do, and it's like, oh God, we're so pathetic that like yeah. we can't even deal with mm -hmm. like having sex with anybody sure. yeah. so you know we're like stuck being you. lame yep. watching porn with each other yep. no doubt you mm -hmm. know right. yeah. oh yeah completely yeah and then eventually over time it sort of became like we're doing this and porn is kind of sexy and it sort of turns you on so we're kind of like turned on in each other's presence so they're not exactly by each other you know like it was this sort of like vicarious thing and i think that that definitely has like overtones and that it would have been very easy for that to happen. And I think that if that had happened, like, we probably would have dealt with it. You know, like, I think that, like, it, probably would have... Sometimes he would go to the bathroom. <laughs> now, do you think it, if he did start doing that, it might have gone to the other level? It might have, you know? I think One idiot. I think if you... I think... <laughs> here's my thing, man. If you're sitting there with a chick and you got a porn buddy, you're right, Dubs. You just... You, you start... You, you take it to that next level. Maybe at first you let her, you know, think, hey, this is all fun, sexual tension and everything. But, like, third or fourth time, if this keeps on going on, you just pull the hog out. Yeah, well, of course we know that sex is always all about the guy, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Please. The guy set it up that way. You kidding? Yeah, no, it's very interesting the way that it, this, the, this article has been received because, like I said, like, it's meant to be a joke. Like, it's very tongue-in-cheek, and the tone of it is very tongue-in-cheek. And I can't believe, like, the amount you of emails I've gotten from, like, these angry psychos who have, like, taken it completely seriously and, like, written me these... I mean, it's just, it's like, I feel like I've uncovered this rich new vein of misogyny. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's Mr. Really Blue Vein, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, now I got Tommy. You're the most amazing producer ever because we're talking to Rachel Schuchert, uh, who wrote the uh, the article on Nerve.com, a shoulder to sigh on. He found me a picture of her, and I'll tell you, come on over. Are you got it over there? <laughs> I would, uh, like, if I'm sitting there with you, I would make the move that Dubs is talking about. Oh, thank you. That's very flattering. All right, I just told you that I would, uh, I would take care of myself with you on the same couch, <laughs> and you said thank you. Well, yeah. okay, fine. I. Uh... <laughs> Are you, are you, I wouldn't. Are you looking for a DC porn buddy? <laughs> yeah, no. I've kind of moved past the porn buddy. Speaking of you drinking too much, you'd have to drink a lot for that one. Development right now, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a relationship, and I'm not sure he'd be crazy about the porn. Buddy. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. what? That actually brings up a great point. Then, so yeah, you must be crazy in the first place. Let me say this: if you did end up, your would your boyfriend get pissed then, or would you get pissed at your boyfriend if he had a someone else? Uh, oh yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think so. I, you know, I'm looking at you, sweetie. You know, yes. Yeah, like, oh, else. you don't have to give up your porn board if you're in a relationship. You're not actually doing anything. Oh, yeah. But of course you do. You know, like, I think, 
I think that it wouldn't be too cool, would it? You wouldn't like that. Would you? No, you wouldn't like that. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Rachel, thank you so much for joining us in the hideout. Thanks, fat girl. Uh, thanks for having me. All right, bye. <laughs> I don't even know if the phone's even set up right. Does it even matter? <laughs> wow. Uh, was she from Celebrity Justice? Yeah. No, actually, she was hotter. Or was she from uh, Celebrity Fit Camp? <laughs> I try to be Mia nice. Tyler. I try to be nice to him. Yeah, she looks like a retarded Liv Tyler. <laughs> uh, that's so. Um, I am intrigued about the concept of a porn buddy, though. Like I was. That's what I was going to ask you, Dubs. It's interesting. I don't know if I could be a part of it. Like, if you, let's say you had your chick. Yeah. And then you had another girl who you got together to watch, just watch porn with. Let's say you didn't cuddle or anything. You just sat in the same room together. See, I I, I just think I'd be wasting porn time. I'd rather watch it alone and do my thing. Right. You know, if I'm going to be watching porn, I'm going to be, you know, pulling. I got you. You, you, you. Like, I don't even, all you have to do is stop the sentence with, you know. Well, you didn't you didn't pick up from there. I didn't know if you knew. I did know. I completely understand. And how do you do it, Tommy? How do you find pictures of these chicks? Google is my friend. Now sort of. And it's funny, it's not like even like a glamour shot of her, it's just her at a bar. <laughs> you, you know she kinda looks like Or a like... troth or something. <laughs> she kinda looks like Lewinsky. Are you like sure Luigi that... from Super Mario Brothers. All right, let's, like. let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the test. We got a couple of other things that we want to get to. Now, have you looked at the test at all yet? No, I haven't. Do you want me to take the test now? I can if you want me to. This goes back to the last break and Dub's insisting that I have some sort of an alcohol problem. All right, let's take it now. You want to do it now? Yeah, let's take it now. Okay. Should have taken it before you looked at the picture. <laughs> I know. All right, is AA for you? Answer yes or no to the following questions. Have you ever decided to stop drinking for a week or so, but it only lasted for a couple of days? Oh. Yes. Yes. Irish car bombs. I'm never ever drinking again. Yeah, but I didn't end up, but I didn't, well, I mean, I said never again, but that's See, you, you can't rationalize these. You have to answer them. That's a yes. Body's a temple. <laughs> Body is a temple. Look at me. Like Vin Diesel. All right, so that's a yes? That's a yes. <sighs> do you wish people would mind their own business about your drinking? Stop telling you what to do. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever switched from one kind of drink to another in the hope that this would keep you from getting drunk? No, the point is to get drunk. Have you ever... Uh, had to have an eye opener upon waking during the past year. What is an eye opener? I'm not sure. Hmm. You can write no on that one. No, no, I don't think so. <clears throat> Do you envy people who can drink without getting into trouble? No, because I don't get into trouble. At worst, at worst, I make bad sexual decisions. At worst. Okay. And that's hardly ever. Have you ever had problems connected with drinking during the past year? Yes. Calendar year? Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> You're right. Has your drinking caused trouble at home? Well, to me, I'm at home alone, but... Yeah. I'll go ahead and say yeah. <laughs> do you ever try to get extra drinks at a party because you do not have enough? 
uh, because you do not get enough. Yes. <laughs> this isn't looking very good. I think these questions are loaded. No. I think, I think just, you are. I, <laughs> I think they're just looking for members. Do you tell yourself... That's you what you are at the bar. <laughs> you beat me to it, bastard. <laughs> Do you ever tell yourself you can stop drinking at any time you want to, even though you keep getting drunk when you don't mean to? Yes. Yes. Wow, you're doing horrible. <laughs> Actually, I think it would have passed. Probably he's even going to remember Pass that. out. Have you missed days at work or school because of drinking? No. No. Well, hey. Irish car bomb night. No, I was here. Yeah, you. I was here physically. I did the a bathroom. I did half a segment. Do you have blackouts? No. Yes. No. You've I, forgotten many things. All right, but to blackout is to completely forget everything. I remember. I, like, no, no, you you, know, you didn't remember one word of that conversation. You just remember calling me. You don't remember what you said. And you didn't remember what day it was. Yeah. You blacked out, my friend. That was blackout moment. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Have you ever felt that your life would be better if you did not drink? No. No. Drinking makes life better. It's a life enhancer. All right. What's your score? Oh, boy. <laughs> now, what is it? I had seven yes and five no. Okay. And how many yes? Does it take um, you to the middle of You the... said yes four more times. <laughs> You're three over the quota. Um, I don't know. It's got a whole thing. It just says four more times. You're probably in trouble with alcohol. And seven times. You're definitely in trouble with alcohol. Oh, you know what? I want all of you to take this test. Okay. Honestly, we don't have to do it on the air. Let's do it during the commercial break. We should have done that. Because I guarantee... I am not the only one here. Yeah, Corolla. Yeah, Corolla. You're drinking, buddy. Other than that, no one else here has a problem. I guarantee it. Why are you looking at me judging me? I'm not judging. I'm helping. It, Sometimes you need to be judged. This doesn't feel like help. It's not supposed to. I feel like I'm being cornered. Sometimes being helped hurts. Jack Tripper wants to say something. I think you're good, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and uh, Corolla, you owe me a six-pack, my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's wrong with you, you big boozer? I'm telling you, man, I'm fine. Yeah. You could have had more to drink. In fact, I thought you were all right. I was the one falling down the banister. You did keep saying, or did the chick we hooked up with, didn't she keep Wait. saying? Oh. No, I'm talking about it when I was out on my date. Oh. Um, she kept saying, I can't even tell you're drunk. Yeah. I do remember that. One yeah. of the few things. I do remember the sweet sex later. Corolla, what'd you do? Or a I, missed the la- I missed the last metro train out. I had to take a cab home. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm serious. Did huh? you really? Yes. How I much did that cost? I missed the transfer point. Just- <laughs> How much is a cab from Silver Spring to? No, I, I made it to Metro Center, wherever it is. How- All right, Metro Center to way out past Dallas. How much did that cost? It was-, it was about sixty or so. <laughs> You're a loser. Dude, it's not. How am I a loser? I hate you for your birthday. I I was having sex, and you were spending $60 on a cab. I missed the last Metro Center stop. How much did you spend on drinks before that? A lot. How much? 60 How much did you spend last Saturday at Bridges when we were hanging out? I tipped her very well. Mm. How many drinks did you have? Tom. Three. Tom, you're in the hideout. How you doing tonight? What's up? 
Uh, an eye-opener is a drink the next morning after a rough night. Oh, okay. Uh, get, nah. get yourself going. Hair of the dog. Uh, Carl Hesse, i got to tell you, man, I've spent 20 years of hard drinking until I realized what I was doing was wrong. And you're justifying your drinking. You are, you just said that you didn't remember making that phone call on the answering machine, man. It sounds like you might have a problem, my brother. No, nah, man, I only do it on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> See, the justification. See, you're justifying it. You're justifying it, No, dude. there's a difference. I, I have reasons. All right, let me give you some advice. Get to some 12 steps meeting, man. I'm out. All right, thank you. Hey, Debs, who do you think is a bigger drunk, Corolla or Hefe? Um, I'm beginning to think Hefe. How dare you? Yeah, I think I, think I have to agree. <laughs> Even though I got several drunken phone calls from Corolla over the weekend. How and dare the two of you? Drunken text messages, too. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I want the rest of you to take this damn quiz. And then also we got a couple other things to get to. You got to sneak off to the bathroom and get some scotch or something. <laughs> get a flask. That's what we should have got. Your out girlfriend there. Brandy calling. <laughs> the hideout 106.7 WJFK. You don't like Duhash? Not the English version. <laughs> or the German version. They both blow. I love the German version. Really? Yeah, I like I like Romstein. Yeah! Rock! Come here, I'm going to kick your ass. Rock! Only after a couple of drinks. Rock! All right. Welcome back <laughs> in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Happy <laughs> Dubs uh, on this Sunday afternoon. Stop it already. No. <laughs> um, uh, RadioHideout.com is the website. Uh, hit it up. It's a roadmap to the show, et cetera, et cetera. Apparently, the instant messenger is going crazy back there. JFK Hideout at AOL.com. Mostly with Corolla and girls. And you were just you were just this incessant hitting on chicks who are probably dudes. Because you handle the instant messenger. Talking about. And how many girls do you have back there right now talking about they want to do various things to you and your anatomy? Huh? I don't know what that's about, man. I don't. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell, you know, that some of them are just really freaky. Did any of them t send pictures to you? Uh, I don't know, man. I haven't checked the email lately. You don't lie to me. It could be. You got a picture from a girl. I guess, man. Maybe. Were you back there checking the IMs? And what did you say that you wanted to do to that girl? I didn't say I wanted to do anything. I saw something about bruises. What? You're an ass. I know. I've been hanging out with Tommy a lot. What does that mean? Well, you know. He... Um, <laughs> double bubble butt, you're in the high note? Hey, Dubs. It's double bubble butt from the Bijou Theater. I'm uh, just hearing Alex Corolla talking about women. We all know he doesn't like women. Stop the charade and come back to the Bijou, Alex. All right. I've shaved everything but my manly chest for you. Okay, that's really odd. Let me tell you this. Is it odd, Dubs, at all that I've been thinking about uh, completely shaving my body? Yes. No. It's part of your drinking. <laughs> I only think about it, though, when I'm ready to... Uh... Batch? <laughs> Clean up would be easier. It would be. <laughs> Oh, let's get to this birthday gift you cats got me. Yeah. It was my birthday. I turned 27 on Thursday. 
Now, what is it you kept saying? You wouldn't let me see it. No, I wouldn't let you see it. I didn't want you to. I didn't know if you should open it on the air, but what the hell? Why not? Tommy, is it from the two of you? Yeah. What do you think? I should open it on the air, saver? I don't care at this point. <laughs> really? No. All right. Now, Corolla got me these headphones, which just sound awful. It, they really do sound really, really bad. Aren't they noise enhancing? Yeah, it's some of the noise. I it, did the best I could, man. It's never good enough. <laughs> hey, they cost me 150 bucks. Did they really? No. Okay, that's what to say. I'm gonna Get take your money it, back. I'm going to take it back. I'm glad he gave me the gift receipt. Yeah. I'll take it back and... All right, here we go. Get out! No, you get out. Seriously, this, this is serious satellite radio? Yep. Holy Christ! Wow, man! You can listen to the future. Hell yeah! XM? No, serious. Oh. Wow, man. All of them. They're all great. Thank you, dude. Hey, no problem. You got me serious satellite radio hookup. Now, what is it? What is now, it? Now, can you get reception in this area from there? I, you can get it anywhere oh, in the country. Really? It's yeah. not like this crap radio. <laughs> what, are you doing? what are you doing? Are you now doing an infomercial? Well, there's already one on. Might as well. But, Robin, they won't let us talk about it anymore. Stop. This is it's, great. It is. It's wonderful. <laughs> it is wonderful. It's the future. You got me a serious satellite radio system. That's perfect, man. Thank you. Hey, no problem, Seriously, man. Seriously, that's really, really nice. All right, so what is this? What is, what, what else does it come with? Um, That's the complete package. You can uh, use that in your car and at home. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, this is this is very nice, guys. Thank you. It's no Chipotle coupons, but whatever. Yeah, why, it'll do. Why do you keep bringing that back up? Because it was such a nice gift. I feel so awful about that still. Why? He didn't even. He wouldn't let on to anybody when his birthday was. That is true. It is your fault. He didn't have to make it worse. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, thank you, man. Serious. Sir. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was gonna get it when Howard made the jump. Yeah. I, that's although, what I figured. So I figured uh, I'd get the jump on you first. Because I, you know, I'm, I, I'm a. Why? Don't worry about it. He's drinking apple martinis again. <laughs> I am a huge, uh, you know, huge Howard. Fan. All right, enough of the game. <laughs> we don't have to play the gay bar every two seconds. But this is really nice. So it's for the home. Why don't you take your own advice? And it's for the car. I don't think I'm going to sign up though. Until, Why not? Until Howard jumps. Why? I'm not around enough to listen to it. You can listen to it at home and in your car. So I can take it back and forth. Yeah. Serious satellite radio. All right, that did sound like a commercial. But who cares? Christ, man. Well, maybe it's our future. JD, you're Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, not. I'm going to guess the other one. Uh, JD, you're in the hideout on JFK. Basically, if you take it from the top of the show through now, you're going to be sitting around with a fully shaped body and a Mexican wrestling mask drunk off your ass. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale, I like people. Uh, yeah, thank you. I like people who uh, who listen to the whole show. I'm glad that we were able to. Uh... Wow, that sounds sad, JD. I'm... It is. It really... It's very sad. All right, let me ask you, the listener, then, JD, when you're sitting there and you're listening to everything that I'm going through, uh, me El Jefe here on WJFK, does it make you sad for me, or do you say, "Hey, I want to be that guy"? No, I feel so much better about my own life. Yeah. I really do. That's why I like coming in here on Sundays, because then it makes the rest of the week seem that much better. Like, at least I'm not happy right now. I go through my whole week. I can't wait for Sunday to vent. Little do I know, this is like your own personal Jerry Springer. You point, you laugh, and you're like, at least I'm not that douche. Yep. 
I got to start reading that web blog of yours, too. Oh, it's great. It's priceless. Yeah. It really is. Mm -hmm. It like my daily affirmation. Thank God I'm not half a. All right, J.D., I appreciate that, brother. No problem. Happy birthday. Okay, thanks. See ya. Mm -hmm. The only thing worse than Hefe's blogs is now Corolla signed up on MySpace. And he's like, did you read my journal entry? And it was like 18 pages long. And I'm like, I read the first sentence and that was too long. And, and he keeps nagging time, me about and it. And next time you spell check, you dumb bastard. <laughs> I do wish they had spell check somewhere. All right. Well, thank you for the serious satellite radio, man. That is really nice. Hey, no problem. It's no Detroit Lions jersey. but um, They all can't be gems. Come on. No, not at all. I, I do appreciate that, though. though. It's very, very cool of you. I, you know what? Maybe I will sign up. I think you should. Listen to uh, Eminem Radio or whatever the hell they have, whatever rock station. They have a lot of just different rock stations. We can't keep on doing a commercial, though. I'm not doing a commercial. I'm excited about something that I got for a gift. Something that happened in my life. They have all kinds of stations, then. Do they? Yeah. I hear you can get uh, football on there. Yeah. NFL Channel, everything. When does when's Stern making the jump? Ten months, is it? Something like that. Oh, 10 or 11. I can't wait for that. Can you get baseball? I, no. No baseball. Oh, baseball. Baseball's next time. time. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right. No comment. Now we better stop because then we're going to get going on something that we shouldn't get going on. Um, let me say, uh, we're talking about the porn buddy chick. And um, I saw this movie over the weekend. Or I guess it's the weekend now. I guess I saw it yesterday. Whatever. Weekend. Weekend. I saw it. She Hate Me. Have you seen this? No. Good. Very good. The Spike Lee. I'm a. Do you like Spike? I like Spike Lee. It's very hit or miss. Some of the movies, though. Some of the movies are just a little bit <clears throat> too much. Apparently, it's about this dude. He gets into some financial trouble, and he ends up being a DNA donor, essentially, to a bunch of lesbians. And it's so because he's quote unquote got good DNA, and so he's going around and he's uh, he's doing this DNA thing, and it, it literally is what it is. He's getting paid like ten thousand dollars a pop. What? Literally. To have sex with these lesbians, some of them hot, some of them not, but so that they can have children because it's this whole thing about adoption and, and same-sex couples and stuff like that. And um, Monica Bellucci is in it, by the way. Oh, so hot. I'm not impressed. She was number two on the AskMen.com hottest chicks of uh, the last year. They number didn't two, ask us, man. Number two out of 100 or 99 or whatever. You don't think she's hot? I was watching. I finally sat down and watched all the uh, the Matrix movies. Great, like I told you. They were, they were very good, I have to admit, except for like the last two felt like I was watching a video game. Right, whatever. But they're, they're def definitely worth watching. Right. But Monica Bellucci, there's something very odd and almost boot lip about her on her front top lip. It's just very like, you know, she had to have that surgery when she was born. No, you know? it's sexy. Just cut. No, there's nothing kind of... She's got, like, beautiful... Uh, they aren't even big lips. They're just so flat on her face, but going up. It's like she has the, the, the lip skin going up to her nose. Ugh. It's nasty. No, she's beautiful. But anyway, she's in this movie. Nice breast, but other than that... Nice everything. Although she's getting... You could kind of tell in this movie she's getting a little bit older. But even with that, so what? Um, so anyway, I'm watching this movie, though, and it, it, it brought up a couple of issues about DNA. Hey, would you ever go to a sperm bank? Could you ever go to the sperm bank and donate knowing that, you know, you're going to have a, a little Hefe or a little uh, Dubs or Bateman running around? No problem. I'd go in a second. Really? Yeah. For the $500? $20. How much? <laughs> Throw me a Jackson. I'm down for it. All right. I'll do it now. What, you want me to do it right here no, for you? get away. <laughs> I will. I know you would. And for free. Um... 
or a couple of drinks. So what about this? I'm not you. So what do you you truly what do you think your DNA is worth? When, like be honest. Like what what price tag would you put on your own DNA? So, uh, you're asking me how much it would take for me to you know right to give it up and then but if th- I if if I knew that at no time these people would be coming up to me trying to uh, say hey this is your son you should do something about it right you know twenty bucks seriously. 20 bucks for doing what I'd normally be doing at home. Hmm. Bateman, you? I don't know. That that whole thing makes me paranoid that somehow it's going to come back later to haunt me in some form of some kid's going to so come put, find me. Put a money value on it then. 50 grand. 50 grand? I, I'm that paranoid. Wow. I would say for me to and donate... look at me. Uh, <laughs> donate my DNA? I would legitimately say... Um... I think ten grand's good. You guys are crazy. I think ten grand's a good. Uh, all right, let me ask you this. Better question. Out of everybody in the hideout, all of us, myself, you Dubs, you Bateman, Corolla, <laughs> Bad Monkey, Oddball, whose DNA do you think is worth the most? Worth the most. Like if there was a like, if there is a chick that and she saw all of our uh, all of our attributes on a sheet, who would she pick? Yeah, who do you think she would say? That's the one I gotta have. That's the one I want to be the, what is it, surrogate father? Is that the correct term? Yeah. The surrogate father for my test two baby. Uh, I would say you, but then people, um, and this isn't meant to be racist or anything, but people see the Spanish thing and they tend not to go for it. They always want the the white guy. So Bateman. Bateman? I'd say Corolla just because it'd be cool to have an interracial, like interspecies, like a monkey and a kid and like a human kid. Some sort of humanoid? He'd be like a hybrid kid. I, uh, I think you, Dubs. Why me? Well, first of all, like you said, you're a white man. I, that I am. <laughs> and, and you're proud. How proud, Very. how proud are you? You should see the flag waving in my front yard. I've seen it. And I've also seen the cross sitting in my yard. Well, that's just a warning. That's all it is. <laughs> but I would say that, uh, you, because you're, you're, you're white, you're six foot two. You're kind of fat, but whatever. Yeah, it can be worked off. And you're kind of funny. Like you got a Very. little, you got a little bit of talent. Eh, whatever. You don't make me laugh. <laughs> Not in the last seventeen minutes. <laughs> Please. So I would say that you, in a sense, would probably be worth the most. All right, here, let's play a little game. I got another one for you. And I'm smart. Oh yeah. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> I have seen that diploma from Spex Howard, your broadcasting school. I can't find it anymore. All right, who do you think would be worth more? As a, legitimately as a woman, whose do you think would be worth more? Uh, Shaq or Brad Pitt? Now think about it for a second. Shaq, best basketball player. Yeah. And plus he's big. You just know you're going to have a big kid. More than likely they're going to be able to be athletic in some form or fashion. Yet at the same time, Brad Pitt is considered maybe the best looking man of all time. So what do you think? What do you think is valued more? Whose is worth more, Shaq or Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. Without a doubt, Brad Pitt. Are you going on the race thing again? No, not on the race thing. On the size thing, really, a lot of it. I mean, if you have a kid that big and you know he's going to be that big, you know there's definitely potential uh, health problems with the kid. Right. He, he isn't going to live over 60. All right, how about this? President Clinton or President Bush? Well, you know, this might be biased on my point, but definitely Clinton. Yeah, please. It's got to be Clinton. I mean, that guy just has charisma, and he's smart. He's not a follower? Nope. 
Oh, speaking of this Bush, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on. I was watching Meet the Press today. We're in trouble. This country is in trouble when you see this uh, this guy that Bush is following, this book that he's following. All right, here, let's play a little game. Want to learn what little game? All right. Um, keep it or abort it. Okay. Let's say you were... Let's say you were lucky enough to abort have... it. <laughs> no, wait. You Always. Got... I'm going to give you a name. I'm going to give you a it's name. It's like pulling the Democratic lever at the uh, at the polls. You just <laughs> always abort. What? Here we go. Oh, straight down the ticket. Yeah, because... straight down the ticket. I got you. Keep it or abort it. Angelina Jolie. <sighs> She's crazy. She probably like eat the kid. You got to keep it. You got to keep it because she has money. Yeah. And you know you're gonna get a piece of that action. I say you, um, I say you keep it. And your body's gonna be all stretched out. And yeah, you aren't, you aren't keeping her though. You're just keeping the kid and keeping but, the but connection to cash. But here's the other thing though: you will have to have a connection to the mother of the baby. Yeah, of course. She's crazy. That, that's what I want. I want that connection to all that money. Could you imagine trying to fight her for the kid though? No, she can have the kid. You'd physically be fighting her. And you know what? I'm, I'm gonna change my vote. I think you abort it. I think you ask her to. I mean, obviously it's her choice. No, nah, you don't ask. Yes, you do. Stop. I mean, yeah. Stop. Of course you do. You don't ask questions when you're carrying a bat. I ask now. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. You act act like a human being. I just okay. have her walk through my gym and slide down the banister <laughs> on the steps. Have Corolla show her how to slide down a banister. All right, playing a little game here in the hideout. <laughs> here, how about this? How about a little game music? <laughs> Keep it or abort it. <laughs> Uh, Britney Spears. Abort it. I say keep it. I it just could be too much trouble with I think, her. I think that's part of the fun though. That's one. She's the drama. Not, she's not crazy like Jolie. It'd be. Fun I think to, she's crazier than Jolie when it gets down to it. She's backwoods crazy. It's different. Like Jolie's kind of. Uh, she's the. Um, she's like city crazy. Where and, like you know Jolie seems like the type that would say, "Hey, I, I make enough money. You don't need to support this kid," but. With a crazy one like Britney Spears, you'd think she'd still go after child support, even though she has all that money. Really? Yeah, she seems like that white trash type person that would want to go to court over I'd, everything. I'd say keep it just because I'd like to see that disaster of a parenting job. <laughs> well, not only that, too, but could you imagine when you're going over, hey, you get to see Spears without all the makeup on, <gasps> and then you get to watch her get fat. You get to watch her balloon up when she gets And like, you know the you're the reason. Minute. Yeah, that's kind of part of it. I don't want to see her like chasing the kid. I'm like, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Almost in the sense that you ruined her life. That's the joy that I would get out of it. I say keep it. All right, a couple more, just real fast. Kelly Clarkson, former American Idol champ. I know, this is a tough one. Keep it. I say board it. You know she's not going to be on top for long. What? I don't know, but now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I say no way. Why? No, not keeping that. Oh, one. yeah, definitely. And then finally, here's the mother of them all. The third chick from Destiny's Child. Not Kelly Rowland, but the other one? Not Kelly Rowland, not Beyonce, but the third girl. Again, you have to abort that one. She's just not stable enough uh, financially. I don't think she exists. <laughs> I think it's computer generated. I think yeah. it's just two girls. <laughs> I would say, uh, I'd say no, too. I would say no. Because it, imagine, I mean, there's nothing worse. Like Roy Williams. Oh, oh you could be connected to Roy Williams, uh, who's connected to Roland. Yum. I'd actually imagine that. 
You'd be hanging out with Jay Z and Roy Williams during the uh, the concert tour. Yeah, but you would be the 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 retarded guy that you know gets to hang out with them. You wouldn't be the cool guy. You'd be their Corolla. Yeah. Hey, Jefe, go fall down some steps. <laughs> Jay Z and Roy Williams picking on you the whole time. That's actually why I would say no. I would say no to her simply because of that fact. Because who wants to be connected to the third chick from Destiny's Child? And then you got to try to explain which one, and it's always a constantly rotating door. The whole you can also thing. have horrible jokes like, is that Destiny's child's child? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, too. I, you know what? I, I like it. I, li- I like it. It was a fun game. Maybe we'll do it again. Do you have any in mind, Damon? Any chicks? Who would you rather be raped by? No, right? What? No. No, thank you. you can't, no, right? You can't play this game. We're trying to have wholesome fun here on a Sunday. <laughs> we'll keep it or abort it. <laughs> let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Hey, let's talk about something. Uh, the abortion that is known as steroids in baseball. Um, we got that coming up and a couple of other things that I went to get. Oh, Stacy is here from the Stacy Show. Cool. And I wanted to ask her a couple of things about Valentine's Day as well. Maybe because she's here, we'll do that next. Quick break. It's the Hideout, Hefe and Dubs. More coming up, 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have 80 minutes of delay. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. You're such a clown. I didn't know. It's all on a music CD that's supposed to be ready for air. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> so for those of you, we're back live straight from the uh, Sterling Julie's commercial. Yes, Corolla. I was just going to say, I'd listen uh, on the uh, FM air feed to see if it actually got through, but the show would probably be over by the time. You know? <laughs> right, so I, I don't know. I guess everybody else has talked about it, but we now have a new delay system here. Yeah, we have 80 seconds. Christ! 80 seconds? Yeah. Man, that's no fun. It was fun when we were still in the same minute with the listeners. Now it's a whole... There's times where we could be uh, three minutes apart, technically, right? I think ah. they're still hearing lefty. <laughs> From the first segment? That's when Matt Albert's IMing me. Oh, great. Outstanding. Um, well, whatever the case. You know what? That used to be, it used to be fun with the listeners and the instant messengers because they could send us strokes in, you know, and comments like fast. But now that it's, you know. Now everything, by the time they send anything to us, it's, uh, it's really stale. And then imagine the people on the underground. That, that's really what's happening with Matt. He sent like a f- bunch of funny lines. I'm like, it's like. So far back now, it's not going to make any sense now. Well, now he's going to come sit in production room, too. He said his uh, car was in the shop. Or, I mean, I guess Jay had to work. Okay, right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> welcome back into the hideout. For those of you that missed the intro on 106.7 WJFK, thanks to Dubs and his musical choice. Um, if you want to participate, go ahead. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Also, too, the uh, website, radiohideout.com and JFK Hideout. At AOL.com, the instant messenger, and the email. Now, joining us, we had something else we wanted to do, and we will do. But first, joining us, the lovely and beautiful and talented, as always, Stacy, formerly of the Stacy Show, right here. Uh, it was on 106.7 WJFK. Before and, its demise. Before the demise, you also came in, I believe, New Christmas Eve to hang yeah. out with a hideout when Dubs went on vacation. Oh, did she? Yeah, it was a great time, actually. Nice. I guested. Yeah, it was a it was a very good time that we had with you, and you said you were very hungover. Today. Yes. Okay. I am. How much did you have to drink last night? Well, I tried to calculate it this morning when I woke up and hit my head on the wall. 
Three quarters of a bottle of champagne by myself. And then... Were you drinking by yourself? <laughs> no, I oh, wasn't. Because that's when you got a problem. It was like the pre-going out, getting ready champagne. I like, like me, I had five beers in 45 minutes before going out. Yeah, because to get over your, any anxieties right. that you may have about being with other people. Or if you're going to spend your birthday with Corolla, wow. whatever. You know. Same thing. Exactly. All right, well, let's do this then. I got a couple questions for you. Twelve. Uh, have you ever decided to stop drinking for a week or so, but it only lasted for a couple of days? No. Do you wish people would mind their own business about drinking and tell you to stop and stop telling you what to do? Yes. <clears throat> Have you ever switched from one kind of drink to another in the hope that it would keep you from getting drunk? Probably after I was already drunk. Have you ever had to have an eye opener upon waking during the past year? Like you woke up and you had to have a little alcohol to make sure everything, you know. Oh, I thought you meant somebody physically opening up my eyes. No, no a little hair of the no. dog. No, no hair of the dog? No, no, no. Okay. Do you envy people who can drink without getting into trouble? <laughs> yes. Have you had problems connected with your drink connected with drinking um, or have you had problems connected with drinking during the past year? <laughs> yes. Has your drinking caused trouble at home? Not at my house, somebody else's. Oh, then that's trouble. Trouble. Do you ever try to get extra drinks at the party because you do not uh, get enough? You mean like a going double fisted? No, that like, you uh, like, uh, you know, you uh, you find someone who has some beer, and you take some from them too. No. 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 Do you tell yourself that you can stop drinking at any time you want to, even though you keep getting drunk when you don't mean to? No. Yeah, that's so me. God damn. Have you missed days of work or school because of drinking? No. Do you have blackouts? Yes. Wow. Have you ever felt that your life would be better if you did not drink? No. <laughs> I don't really drink that often. It's just when I do, I'm a binge drinker. I'm, I'm a with you. I'm, I'm with you. So much. Like, I don't think that I had a drink no in the last month. I, I feel like I'm at a meeting here. <laughs> Hi, my name is Stacy, and I've been sober for 12 hours. Six. <laughs> six and six. So I'm a semi-alcoholic. Well, actually, you have more than four. So technically, you got some issues, according to Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, good thing I see a shrink every day. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that works out. It worked out really well with the meds last night. Oh, oh, did you had meds and you drank too? Yes. I envy you. No, actually, the meds that I'm on though, you can drink. Mm. What kind of meds are those? You want to share? Antidepressants. What kind? Uh, Wellbutrin. It's the only one that doesn't make you fat. Really? Yes. You need some of that, Hefe. What? You saying I'm fat? No, you get depressed and you don't ever want to get fat either. Never. So. I'm not depressed. I feel great. All right, let me talk to you for a Did second. you have a couple drinks during commercial break or something? I feel a little slurry. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes, I hit the flask, but whatever. It's going to be a great next hour and a half. All right, so tomorrow was Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. Dubs, are you doing anything special for Valentine's Day? Um, we did yesterday. We did our Valentine's Day stuff yesterday. Did it go well? Yeah, it went great. It was exciting. What'd yeah, you do? Um, we, me and my girlfriend, we went to the mall. We split up, bought each other gifts, went to dinner, and exchanged them. That sounds fun. Is, so that, you, is that a tradition? Is that something you do no, every this year? No, this is the first year I've done it. That actually sounds kind of cool. So you guys, you got money. Yeah. You walked around the mall separately. Mm-hmm. 
and said, all right, I think that Dubs would like this. I think that Dubs' chick would like this, etc." Yeah. And then met back up. Met back up, had dinner, and exchanged the gifts at dinner. Did you set a limit on how much you could eat yeah. then? Yeah. All right, so you had the limit. And, and did you like the gift that she gave you? Yeah, I love it. And did she like the one that she you got first? She loved it. So it was a perfect day out. Wow. That sounds... You know That's what? kind of romantic almost. I'm just going to say that. That's kind of cool. That's her idea. Well, no. Well, I mean, good but for... But you could have said, that's a stupid idea. I don't want to do it. Right. Why did I say that? I gave a gift. Nah, that is true. You are getting some yeah, out Yeah, but of it was forced thoughtfulness on your part. What if you would have screwed up and gotten to dinner and you got her, you know, a case of Pez? You don't have to say this. Well, I'll say it on the air. I won't ask you the, I won't ask you the question. But you know what this means. No, not last night. Okay. Tonight, though. <laughs> Tonight. At midnight, baby. How you going to do it? Uh, never mind. Tick, we'll tick, boom. <laughs> All right. So good for you, then. You seem like you got a good, happy relationship. Yeah. But you know that you're not going to do anything on Valentine's Day because people have to work. Yeah, we both of us have to work. So. What about you, Stacey? You got anything special planned for Valentine's Day? Um, you know, I don't know what it is. Apparently there is, but I don't know what it is. Oh, but you do have somebody that you can do something with. I, I do have a certain unfortunate victim, yes. Okay, well, fair enough. See, me, I got nothing. And I'm telling you, I'm happy with it. You're okay? I'm genuinely happy about it. What are you, all right, now you're giving a little smirk over there. What are you smirking about? Well, it's just like you're drinking. You're happy with that, too. It's, it's all just a cover-up. So the commercials that reinforce the fact that you're completely alone in the world aren't depressing you? No, and that's that's my point. I've talked about this before. I truly believe that the holidays are there to set people up for disappointment and depression. I have to agree with that. And so you have all these people who are perfectly fine people. They're perfectly wonderful people. Right? But tomorrow, because they don't have their Valentine, in quotes, or the right Valentine, in quotes. Sometimes worse. They're going to be walking around, moping around, depressed in this self-created depression because someone has told them that they have to be depressed because they don't have someone there to love. And can you, like, do you have friends who are going through this? Yes. I mean, they truly feel that because on a Monday. I'm looking across from one. Who? You. I'm, You're going to be depressed tomorrow. There's I no way. Yeah. We'll need to revisit this next Sunday. I'm telling you. boys me, will have to, definitely. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out. I'm going to find a friend. And we're going to sit there and we're going to go out to eat. And we're just going to laugh at all the couples who are standing there miserable, pretending for one day in February to, that they love each other. Okay. Because most, hold on, most of them are going to go home. They're going to get drunk. And they're going to have, they're going to have their sex. But they're going to have to get drunk first to have their sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not really happy. They're not really happy in their relationship, but they're told they're supposed to be. Yeah, how, how do you, you know How that? do you know that they're happy? What if you go there with your friend and everybody's happy instead of what you say miserable? You're they're not kill yourself. They're not happy. I'm telling you, I know this. They're not happy. What do you want, Corolla? No, it's true. I had to work Valentine's Day last year, and I mean, we got filled up, but it just the people just didn't look happy. And I mean, if you listen to the conversations. They're just kind of sitting there staring at each other. Yeah, worse yet, there is no conversation. They're sitting there staring at their food. They're messing around with their food. They're looking at each other. There's nothing there, yet they're told that they have to go out because it's February 14th. They have to exchange gifts. Yes, Tommy. I think they were just unhappy with the service they were getting that night. Because <laughs> he stunk? Or there was hair all over the food or what? 
I don't know. Maybe yeah. he would have made them happier if he'd given them a monkey man baby or something. Mm-hmm. Possibly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> By the way, Corolla, what are you doing tomorrow? You want, you want to go out to eat? Yeah, sweet. No way. Come on. I already spilled we one. We get some beer. Okay. Nice. Let's do that. I think you're off the mark. Do you for, really? For what you should do tomorrow. All right, what should tomorrow I do? Tomorrow night would be the easiest night of the year. To get laid. For, exactly. For you to get lucky. Yeah, if you go out to like a bar and there's some just like three chicks sitting around. Yeah, go to a bar, not a restaurant. And there'll be women, you know, drowning their sorrows in their martinis. Happy hour. Happy hour. Yes. You know what? You go to a happy hour. That's not a bad idea. This way it could be. Share a blooming onion with a woman. (laughs) You're you're in. Get some of that blooming onion. Any sort of fried vegetable would work. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. All right, this isn't a bad idea. So you go out on the prowl almost on Valentine's Day. Yeah, be a predator. Why not? Because it's true. Because I'm telling you, these chicks, they're looking. And then kick her out that night and make her feel even worse. Make her go back to the bar and look for love again. (laughs) She'll be ruined for life. It'll be fantastic. So you pick her up at happy hour. You pick her, yeah. (laughs) You gotta go hogging. No. You you know that's who's going to be there anyway. That's not always true. Mm. It would be like a whole collection. Of like hogs. Herd? Do you call it a herd if it's hogs? I don't know. I don't know. Look that up. Yes, Corolla. Uh, I was just wondering for uh, listeners' sake, I was wondering where someone would go uh, if they wanted to prowl for chicks. Just to help the listeners. <laughs> what are you talking? <laughs> just I, ask her, I, you retard. All right, ask her where you would go. No, I'm saying. Yeah, where, where would you go? I mean, you know. It's tough because it's a Monday night. Right. Mm. Do you think people are more apt to stay home? Or do you think they'll go out to the happy hour because it's Valentine's Day? Happy I think hour. they might go out. Really? Yeah. It's, especially for happy hour. Yeah. Just go downtown when people get off of work mm-hmm. and they're like, "Gosh, I really don't want to go home to that lonely go- apartment and that stupid cat." <laughs> stupid cats. Cats are cool. <laughs> so, all right. Sorry. All right. So you know what? Maybe better yet than going out and making fun of people, you go uh, dress up, try to pick up a fat girl, shine the head. Yeah, maybe I'll shave tomorrow. That's her job. Yeah. <laughs> then you know if she shaves the... Mm. Oh, God. Come on. All right, here's the other thing I got for you, Stacey. Sure. That was good advice. I like that. You're good at this. You're, uh, you know, you're a chick. Well, I've been in enough, you know, screwed up relationships. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. Uh, love talk uh, on Sunday afternoon. All right, here's my question for you. Okay. <clears throat> Somehow, why is it that chicks surround themselves with loser guys what is it now dubs do you have i'm wondering if you know this at all where is this coming from what was the situation that spurred this question it's infinite i mean it's seriously infinite now what what you're asking is let me clear this up a little bit Uh um why do chicks always hang out and do stuff with guys you look at and think that guy's a loser like the guy who's the permanent friend or boyfriends who are no losers. the boyfriend who's a loser, the boy because here's here's the other thing that I say you do. Let's say tomorrow your goal is to go out and you're going to find some chick. You're going to the bar. You're on the okay. prowl. All right. If you're a guy, I think the best thing you do is you try to identify a chick who is somewhat hot but has a low self esteem, and then because these are the best girls, because if you get in with them and you treat them nice occasionally then you can do what 
whatever you want. Yes. You can literally, with these girls, you treat them like a queen occasionally. You get them some... No, uh, you don't even have to do that. No, you do. I think you do it like once or twice. You do it in the beginning. Especially in the beginning. You get them a couple of flowers. You buy them some candy. You buy them their favorite whatever. Not candy. Uh, Whatever. You You gotta keep them thin. Yeah. (laughs) Depends on if you're hogging. But... You do this, and then immediately you start acting like an ass. And there's something about these chicks that the more of an ass you act to them, oh yeah, the more they have to have you with the hopes of maybe one day you, A, being the person you were when you first met, or B, they think that they can change you. Yes, Dubs? Uh, I don't think that that's all correct. Uh, when, you, uh, when you act like an ass, you're lowering the expectations to the girl. You know, so the girl doesn't think as much of you, so it's easier to impress her than when you do do even like the smallest thing right for him. Ah, I see. So, I see. so then they are completely impressed instead of you know right. you being a great guy all the time. So if you take out the trash, yeah, it's a, it's a great thing. Oh, and I'll tell you what, my girlfriend is thrilled when I take out the trash because you, I'm the greatest guy in the world. Then because you have set the standard, I've, I've lowered the bar so much. I uh. I am truly because I, I see this. I, I literally I see this all the time, where the chick who's kind of hot, mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, wrapped up in a loser, and happens I'm, all the time. And, I'm, I've done it myself. And you sit there and you're like, wh- how does this? Ha- how? What is it about this guy that he is able to get away with this behavior? Because this guy. Okay, now I'm going to get on. <laughs> no, go ahead. I want to hear. I got to hear. I got to Chick tells you. It's like a bipolar thing. First, the guy tells you that you're the most beautiful, talented, smartest woman in the entire world. And he spends six months telling you that, that you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right. And then he tells you you're a fat piece of crap and that you can't do any better than him. And that you should be happy that he's still coming around and taking out the trash once a month. Hold on. I got to write this down. Hold on. I got to take notes. So they, I've already got a couple of missed calls from my girlfriend. They suck you in. She's just wondering if we're back from break yet. (laughs) (laughs) So they suck you you in. They boost your low self-esteem that we're all hovering at. Right, right, right. And then then they deflate it like a pin. So that then you have to go back. It's it's addictive. It's like booze. Wow. I'm telling you, man. Everything comes back to booze with you, huh? It really does. You're drunkard. I wish I could have some right now. <laughs> I would love before it. Before I go to Wegmans. Hmm. I'm telling you, dude, this is the way it is. And this, I'll, normally I'm a feminist. I am. I tell you, I am. Not anymore. <laughs> what are you going to do? I, I'm now going to start acting like an ass. I am going to start being an ass. Because those. Start? No, Al. You know, in real life. Mm. Because that, those are the guys who somehow somehow uh end up wrapped around the finger and they, is that what you really want though is that the kind of relationship that you really want you want it because you want to get laid no 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 that's no, no. the kind of relationship you want when you just want no, no, to have no, no, sex no, no, is no. that what you want for no, the long trust, term trust me hold on a second trust me getting laid is not an issue what i want is power <laughs> what i want is clearly at the moment you have done in this situation no no no, no. what i want is power i want the power to do whatever I can. I mean, literally, uh, bang other chicks, uh, whatever mean that you can do, you know, other than I don't believe in hitting women, but 
if you do something mean, you know, mentally. And then still, you could still end up going back. And this chick is moronic enough to take you back. To me, that's the that's better than the power that Bush has. That's so sleeping with the enemy of you. Is it? Yes. I'm telling you. You want control. There are dudes out there who are running this game. Oh, yeah. Bateman. You think that he's a that that's the game he plays? No, that's not the game he plays. That's the game he likes to produce. Listen, you fat bastard! You're lucky that I even hang out here. True. You're a great producer, man. You're a great producer. Just shut it, fat boy. I don't need this. Okay, we'll shut it. All right, you're right. Why don't you go to a commercial break? Not yet. (laughs) Mark, you're in the hideout on JFK. Mark, you there? Yeah, bro. What's up? What up, bro? Hey, here's how it works. If you it only works with a certain amount of girls, but generally, if you're that type of predator, you can just pick them out of a lineup, no problem. But if, if you treat them real nice in the beginning, uh, and you treat them that way for too long, they're going to get bored. But if you're nice for a little bit, then they're always saying, well, you know, he used to be, uh, he used to be good, maybe he'll be good again, or it's, it's the same type of thing with the, uh, the girls that have military fathers. It's, they're always wanting to, you know, do good for daddy or, uh, get that approval. They're always looking for approval. All right, that's the same a, basic thing. You know what? Wow. That's, I think that's a good point. Now, Mark, let me ask you this. What's, mm. what's the cutoff that you start asking that you start asking, like you start acting like an ass? Like, is it two weeks? Is it three weeks? Is it a month? Well, I get, I suppose it's different for every girl. My problem was I was just, I mean, I was, I, did all I don't want to hear about you. I'm just school. talking about in general. Uh, I'm, if, if you're a predator, you know without having to wonder. And it's yeah. different for every person. I don't think so you've I mean, got it in you, Hefe. That's what worries me. I think you are doomed to be a nice guy. God didn't give me that gift. Out of all the gifts he gave me, my looks, my intelligence, he didn't give me the gift of a predator. you got to crack the hands in life. Or the gift downstairs either, which doesn't help at all either. Doomed. You know, that actually hurts a little bit. Because somehow I know you've seen it. I have. <laughs> Got pictures. All right. They're going up on Rotten.com right when you die. You son of a bitch. Pedro, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what you need to do is build her a cake or something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, build. Pretty, you're pretty good at drawings, aren't you? I got nunchuck skills. <laughs> Well, I'm just, I, I wanted to hear this from a chick. Okay. And somehow now I'm disappointed. That you'll never be able to be a jerk and in control? Is this something you can learn? Can I practice at it? Sure. Actually, I'm going to rescind some of my comments. Mm-hmm. I think that innately, every guy can do it. I think so. You just got to kind of... Yeah. I think it's like I nature. think it's testosterone. Really? Mm-hmm. I got a lot of that. No, show you my, I'll show you my back. What? <laughs> What? Hmm. All right, fair enough. I feel uh, relieved. Why don't we do an experiment? Okay. Well, you and me? No. <laughs> Come on. You know I've been wanting to hit it for a while. I- Did I say that? Yes. All right. Well, yeah. it's out there. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <sighs> I already know your games. <sighs> do you? What would be the point? I know how it works. Just to show them. What? You really? I've yeah. showed pictures. You stop showing the pictures. I'm really disappointed, quite frankly. All right. Now I am... Uh, I'm I told you. You shouldn't have been disappointed. I've already told you. Okay, how are the two of you talking about my uh, unit? Yes. Quite freely, actually. Yeah, like I'm not even here. 
And it's not even like you're giving compliments. Why would we? Hmm. Why am I Corolla this break? You basically <laughs> have been the whole show. Have I? This is what happens when we're not on. When we're on bi-weekly. Is that, uh, I know, I get all this, uh, this here and I, I gotta vent a little bit. So you go to a doctor. I do a radio show. This is my therapy. You should go to a doctor. You think? I'm very pro mental health. Dubs, I say no. You know what? I told, I told Dubs, I, I was considering going to a doctor. And I told him not to. And you know what? What was your reasoning? Because doctors are people too. And what he's afraid of uh, happening is if he talks about stuff being judged. Even if this doctor isn't telling so you So what to- if the guy judges you? Who cares? He's not part of your life. And he's never going to let you know that he's judging you. So but what you- if he goes home and tells his wife that you're completely screwed up? Big deal. You feel better? This is a stranger. You'd rather be told by your friends that you're screwed or up. Or the listening audience. You know what Dubs even said? This is the example he gives. Uh, you don't want to do that because, you know, they can make fun of you. Your mom, she teaches special ed kids and she calls them retards. Yeah, she makes fun <laughs> of them all the time. He goes, do you want, he goes, do you want that? Who cares? That's a good point. Who, Who cares? cares? Are you, so you want to be your mom's retard. That's uh, what you want to be. I already am. <laughs> Why would you be in radio if you cared what people thought about you? That's true. Uh, Big Ray, you're in the hideout. Hey, I just want to let y'all know that in every nice girl, there's a cocktail pour just waiting to get out. I wish. I feel the same way. Girl gets treats here in the high note? No, no. It's vulnerable, stupid trick, chick who likes to get treated like crap. Okay, whatever. What do you want? Uh, I'd just like to say that. Uh, All right, you know what? No. Anyone who has an entire phrase for their name doesn't deserve to get on the air. Steve, you're in the hideout on JFK. There you yeah, go, Steve. The perfect primer for uh, this type of activity is to watch the movie Nine and a Half Weeks. Mickey Rourke is the perfect example of what you're looking for. Of a guy who can, like, spot it out? Uh, how, how he acts, how he, yeah, especially how he spots it out. But, uh, of course, it didn't turn out that well at the end. But, Don't run uh, it for know, me. I haven't seen it. Uh, okay, well, they all die at the end. So. God damn you. <laughs> Come on, man. All I wanted was to go rent a movie. Now I gotta go home with my porn buddy, Porno Dan. I was gonna, I was thinking Gypsy. That's my frog. And don't ever talk that way about my frog. I'm sure you've done it in front of her. I guess technically. But I just put a little sheet over the tank. And then she didn't need to be a witness to that. I don't think amphibians care. Nah, this one does. This one's smart. No, it's not. Yes, it is! Who's smarter, the frog or the cat? Oh, please, the frog. The cat's way smarter. Infinitely. Do you dress the frog up like your cat? No, because dressing up animals is stupid. Your mom teaches smarter things than that frog. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. California. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Is this black too? Yes. Oh. Tupac, baby. Andre. Who? Do you like the game? Have you heard the game yet? No, I haven't heard. I've read all about the game, but I still haven't technically heard the game. Triple H? No. It's a rapper. He's supposed to be great. He's uh he's hooking up with what's his name? Fifty Cent. They're gay? No. What is it with you? Everything. I thought you said you weren't going to do that on Sundays anymore. Wild, wild west, 
You know what we ought to do? We ought to go to Urban Radio. I don't think that I would last there. Yes, you would. The black people don't like me. Yes. I'm too white. They love Oh, they love crackers like you. Do they? More than anything else. Nice. I'm down then. <laughs> they will eat you up in a positive Ew. way. Oh, please. Like you wouldn't. All right. So welcome back to the hideout. If you want to yeah, participate, right all you got to do, all you got to do is pick up the phone. It's easy. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. We still got a lot of stuff to get to, but you want... You hadn't done this in forever. You had a little game that you had. Yeah. It, it only lasted one week, but, you know. Yeah, like all the bits in the hideout, really fun and funny, and then we never stick with them. Yeah. We always move on and think there, of something else. There's no such thing as repetition in the hideout. Never. So what do you got for me? Uh, we did a bit a while back called Think of It in a Gay Way, where I watch TV, and uh, I record whatever I'm watching. I pull a clip from it. That if out of context, it would sound really, really gay. All right. Um, it's the first time injecting him in his buttocks. <laughs> it was, but it, it wasn't like you gave a lot of thought. It was, it was something so, so common. I injected him probably twice. Okay. That was Jose Canseco <laughs> talking about uh, his uh, his new book. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's this whole steroid book where he's calling out all the people. And this is when he's talking about uh, oh, uh, Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Right, do we have the whole clip? Play? Let's yeah. play the whole clip in its entirety. Tell me about your first-hand experiences with oh, McGuire. 60 minutes. Steroids. Um, it's the first time injecting him in his buttocks. <laughs> You're such a ball. It, it wasn't <laughs> like you gave a lot of thought. It was, it was something so... So common. Listen to it. So gay. I injected him probably twice. Flamer. Uh huh. But it wasn't like I mean, we would just walk in, and a lot of times there were pill form. A lot of times, you know, you were just a quick injection of whatever, and that's it. It was. I'm just repeating what you right. say in the book. <laughs> if we were to believe what you say in the book, right? And I would often, often, not twice, inject Mark. Well, I think it was more inject ourselves. I think I injected him. I mean, this was a long time ago, once or twice for sure. Well, I, I didn't keep that. track. Mm -hmm. But and an athlete, an athlete may prepare his needle, and may ask another athlete to inject him quickly, and that's the way it works. His needle, huh? Yeah. All right. So that is actually, I guess, coming on in about an hour. Yeah, uh, sixty minutes. The entire sixty minutes interview with Jose Canseco. Only you could watch Sports Center, and close your eyes. And think of Conseco talking about that in a... Uh, I mean, I didn't have to close my eyes with that one. That was just so blatantly out there to be gay. You know, I saw that, too. Didn't Conseco look like he was wearing lipstick? Yeah. Well, he was definitely... In, in, in This is what's going to be on tonight. They definitely put a lot of makeup on him. I don't know if he's falling apart right. or what. Because they on 60 Minutes, they usually don't care if the guy's pretty. Right. You know? But he's definitely wearing a lot of makeup there. Yeah, you know, I guess. All right, so it'll be on in about an hour, I guess, on uh, on sixty minutes. And now, what do you? I'm actually looking forward to seeing this whole thing. Now, what do you think of this? Uh, specifically, you know, I've said it before. I do not care if athletes use steroids. In fact, to be perfectly honest with you, I'd rather. I welcome it. Yeah. I welcome it in the fact that you're trying to make the game better. You're trying to make yourself better. So I have no issue with you doing what you can to take it to the next level. My issue with Conseco comes in the fact 
that he rats everyone out. It's true. I mean, he is an a-hole for ratting everybody out. But at the same point, when you're doing something like this, when you are in, you know, in the major leagues and you're shooting up, you got to keep it quiet. You don't do it in front of Jose Canseco and whoever else is in the uh, clubhouse with you. You do it quietly in the bathroom, you know, and you don't let anybody see it. You know, you have a. Has anybody seen the program before? Seriously. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Uh, that's a great movie, actually. But you, are you, so, but see, so here's my point. If you, it's tough to argue with that. But when you think about it, there's if you are going to cheat, fine. And if you're going to help other ch- people cheat, fine. But why do you open your mouth? I mean, it's almost like it's a guy code thing, wherein like people go on the road. Let's say you're with. Let's say you were on the road with Jose Canseco during his stint with the A's, with the Rangers, uh, the Devil Rays. And could you imagine if there were some cats out there who were married, and I'm sure like all Major League Baseball players do, they had some side action in every single town that they went into, if not maybe more. Then you got to worry that this son of a bitch is going to write another book uh, talking about who's cheating on who. Well, I, I think this is going to be the only book from Jose Canseco, but you would have had that book out if that was the big story going on right now. The big story going on right now was the steroids. So Jose Canseco jumped on that thing. And to his credit, it's a smart move. You know, he's going to make a lot of money off this. But if uh, if uh, athletes cheating was the big story right now, I guarantee Jose Canseco would have that book out right now. What do you do to a guy like that? I mean, I'm not... You know, into the mob mentality, but do you, do you, do you break his leg for no. being a snitch? Really, you don't do anything. I think it just teaches a lot of the ball players uh, that are coming up right now to be smarter about it. If you're going to do it, be smart. You can't trust any of these guys. But the, that's the whole point, though, is that it's your team. Not anymore. This thing, a guy moves on. And, you know, say there's a, just a messy breakup with him and the team. He's going to do everything he can to take that team down. But you know what? That's what chicks do. I don't, you don't expect that kind of behavior from a guy. Jose Canseco is the vindictive bitch of baseball. He always has been. He always has blamed every, everybody else for everything. I, when he gets traded, it was because he never got a chance to uh, showcase his talents at the place. Right. It's right. always been him. So let me ask you this, then. Let's say here in the hideout, bring all the boys in. Bring everybody who we have here. Tommy, everybody come over. So let's say this. Let's say this is our team. This is the A's or the Washington Nationals or whatever. And every- We suck? Yes. In the worst way. Relegated to awful time slots. We're being, we're being beat by the miners. Of course we suck. How dare you? <laughs> Awful scouts. So anyway, that was too funny. That was so for you and me. So anyway, um, but let's say like they're they're a team like here on our team, you know, indiscretions, whatever it is. You know, let's say there was some stuff here and we happen to take, you know, an extra something. Yeah. All of us probably know secrets about the other. Yeah. I would not expect Corolla if we didn't take him to the next place to move on to the next uh, radio job and then begin blabbering his mouth about everything that went on behind the scenes in the hideout. If you don't expect that, you're an idiot. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I expect any of these guys to go on another show at any time and talk and smack. 
Wow. Corolla, is that true? Would you do that? No, I'm pretty loyal to you guys. I, I just wouldn't feel right. I, I feel like. Thanks for the lip service. An alliance. You know what I mean? Well, I do. You know, I, I, I wouldn't feel right, you know, doing it. You guys have been really nice to me. Shut up. You stink. Hand the mic off to someone else. What about you, Connor. honestly, Oddball? Am I going to have to worry about you one day going off and uh, no. talking about when I took some extra toilet paper from upstairs? No. Because I, right, I was right there with you. Okay, go we used to steal toilet paper from the old place all the time. Uh, if you go down, I'm going down, so I can't, I can't see anything. Oh, yeah. When we were in Michigan, yeah. oh, we would take everything. Yeah. Not that we ever did it here. No. We're tapping it all sold. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't have any gold records at home. I'm telling you this now. I have none. There's no reason to even look there. Don't. Bad Monkey, same goes for you? Um, inside the hideout every Saturday night, 8 to 11, the Asylum Show Radio Barbecue. All right, so he's just getting a plug-in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it takes to keep you on our side, then fine. I think he was saying that's where you can hear all the dirt on the show. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I, I can delete it. Okay, yeah, please do. Um, where's Tommy? Now, here's the son of a... Here's who I worry about. <laughs> Tommy is a very Jose Canseco-ish kind of guy. Yeah, Tommy now is the Canseco of the hideout, our producer. Keep talking like that, and we'll see what comes out. I, uh, You know what also worries me? We're stuck with Tommy. And not that we don't like you. But he knows way too much about everything revolving the hideout and personal lives that I could never get rid of you. And now you're going to write down a few things to remind me, aren't you? Just taking notes. <laughs> you son of a bitch. But I think to me that's why I don't have a – I never had a true hatred for Conseco until now. Until now where he's ratting out if you can't have the people on your team. And you can't trust them with certain things that you're going to do. Then what do you? What's the point of having a team? Then you never feel like you could ever trust anybody. Well, you really can't. I mean, when it comes down to it, you don't know who you can trust until you know them for a long time. You and me. You trust me? I trust you. I don't trust you. You shouldn't. <laughs> I have the loosest lips of anybody around. You sure do. <laughs> I'll talk. I, yeah, I'll talk all the time. Every time we get a phone call from Dubs. Hey, I was not supposed to tell you this, but I got to tell you. It's the same thing. Whenever you tell either one of us something, it, it happens all the time. Yeah. They go, I'm just going to tell you, and you can't tell anyone. And I go, immediately I run the dubs. Dude, 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 check out what I just That's heard. why a lot of people go to me, all right, you can tell Hefe, but that's it. And there have been a few things. Yeah, I'm not going to mention any of these things that I've written down. <laughs> You can't even show that to dubs. Why? Rip it up and burn it. You're not allowed in this joke. You're not allowed in this inside bit. There's an inner circle for me and Tommy. <laughs> what? And, and Corolla. Corolla's in that. You don't need, you don't want to know. Because you may have been personally affected. What about you, PJ? Former intern. By the way, can you even be here with uh, everything that's going on? Yeah. All right, cool. Right, Do, can we announce it then? Sure. I mean, it's not like I'm on air or anything. We want to congratulate former intern, first intern ever in the hideout. He is now the newest employee at DC 101. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. My boy Elliot over there is a very good man. And, um, and yeah, congratulations, man. You're in the radio business. Yes. And I'm sorry. I truly am sorry for that. <laughs> uh, I love it. I mean, it's awesome. Well, you're with Clear Channel. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that. Um,
So what about you? Can we trust you? Absolutely. With everything? Absolutely. Even though we made you uh, punch yourself in your own ads and all that stuff? All right, see, that's what I like to hear, though. I like to hear, and it's the same for any of you out there. You got your group, you got your group of buddies, you know. You got your crew, your inner circle. So you want to feel your teammates. You want to be able to feel that you can tell these cats whatever, and they're not going to go write a book or go run tell somebody. But this is completely different than a uh, major league baseball team. These people, it's a revolving door at these leagues. It's, and it's radio. PJ got kicked out of the hideout after two months. Well, he should have kept his hands off stuff long. then. What? <laughs> should have taken that laptop. Yeah. We could tell it now that you got a job. Uh, yeah. so, I'm just Thanks. kidding. I'm just, it wasn't you. It was I'm, the other one. Right, it's not me. Look at my skin. Okay. Hey, come on. All right, you know what? Now now you're just a racist. So, all right, but anyway, I just wanted to Enjoy put, DC 101. Yeah. Another one on your roster. That's what you're getting. Now look, you now you feel bad that you came in. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, all right, let me see. I can't read this. Um, so anyway, that's where it is. I just wanted to ask: Is anybody else? Right, just real fast, we'll go around the room and then we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hideout because this is a big thing. Is it? Oh, were you at all um, disturbed by the fact that the president knew about all the steroid use um, when he was the owner of the Texas Rangers? Not surprised. Does that bother you at all? No, not really. I mean, it's Major League Baseball. Mm. It's not running the country. If you, you know, if you know your guys are using steroids, who cares? Again, it's just because you're trying to make a better team. Hey, they were helping him score. What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't know that. Stop. <laughs> and who cares and, about baseball anyway? And it's like, you know, maybe if he was, you know, injecting the troops with steroids or something, I wouldn't care if it's if everybody's aware of it and they are uh, becoming better. Oh, that's a good question, whether or not you'd think that the troops should be allowed to take roids. I think they should be forced to take Vicodin. You, just, you get Vicodin off your mind? I don't know why it is that you have Vicodin on your mind. I'm not interested. Because he doesn't have any in his pocket. <laughs> why are you bringing up Vicodin all the time? <laughs> you keep you keep saying it. You're drunk. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Let's wrap up the hideout. Seth A. Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Over? Did you say over? The hideout. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. I hate those guys. Come into the hideout. Are these guys black too? I, I love the urban feel in the last hour and a half. Nice job, J-Dubs. Uh. What are you, uh, the, the assassin on the um, audio wheels of steel? It's the wheels of steel, the audio assassin. Look at you, man. Spin it up nice. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Coming down the home stretch, half fan dubs on this Sunday afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back live uh, next Sunday, 3 to 7 o'clock, as usual. Radiohideout.com is the website. Get caught up on everything there. Also, uh, with the audio and the visual and all that, um, you know, the good stuff. JFK Hideout at AOL.com. I wanted to get an update from Corolla. I know he was working at least six or seven chicks on the IM. I think that's the good thing about being on Sunday afternoons. A lot of girls listening to the hideout now. Not afraid to come into the hideout. Um, so that is always a lot of fun. And there's always 866-277-4969. Now, speaking of Corolla, Dubs, we started the show with the two of you eating week-old White Castle sliders. Yeah. And... If anybody picked 630, they would be uh, right on for me. We were picking kind of in a bowel bowl kind of way. 
when it was that you would think it was time for the slider to leave your body. And it's right around now. You, if you, if you could, you would go now. Yes, if I could. If I could leave the studio for just 10 minutes, I would love it. 10 minutes for one slider? <sighs> or is it everything else for the weekend, too? Uh, it's just for the slider. Wow. Now, what happens? You got to wait 25 minutes. <laughs> we might be signing off a little bit early. We're going to end this show a little bit early because of your stomach. Yeah. Now, Corolla, you have eaten cat food. Yeah. You drank Listerine. You have eaten God knows what else. And how is your stomach? It's it's actually starting to burble a little bit. Yeah. I, I might be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... You may be stalled to stall, the two of you? I mean, it was cool, and then all of a sudden, like, my stomach just was like, whoa, hey. Got, got a little weighted? Yeah, a little company. You know what I mean? From one of these ones. But what's amazing is that if they were fresh, you would have this feeling now. Yeah. Yeah. Three the thing hours is, later. The thing is about a White Castle slider, they're timeless. You could have left them out on your counter for the whole week. You you guys are going to be the English chicks from Harold and Kumar. Yeah, we're going to... I don't know if we can say it. You can't say it. I doubt you can. But if you've seen that movie, that's such a funny movie. Playing Battleship. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 That's too funny. Now, hey, speaking of movies, Bateman suggested that I rent Rules of Attraction. Have you, Who? This, have you seen Rules of Attraction? No. And I watched it last night. Disturbing. Disturbing in the ultimate way, but it was very fun to watch. It was an entertaining movie. It was, in the first five minutes, you have, I don't know if I should say it. Go ahead. Let's just say there's... We got 80 seconds of delay. Not so consensual sex. Oh. Yeah, which was really odd. And it's a wonder why Bateman likes the movie. Actually, I told you that I hadn't actually seen the first five. I've seen the movie a bunch of times on cable, but I'd always sort of missed the first couple of minutes. And then when I was watching, I was actually watching it with with women. I was like, um... Because you're probably telling the chicks, hey, you really got to see this movie. I was like, it's, it's a pretty cool movie. And then, and then I like turn it on. I'm like, I don't remember this part happening before. And let's just yeah. say there's that in vomit. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> nice. That's all I'm going to say. That's sexy. Well, that part's funny, though. <laughs> no, but it's... Did you keep your pants on no, during it? No, stop. I'm just telling you, it was really, really... But it was still a pretty It was still a pretty good movie. It's uh, written... It's a book written by the same guy that wrote American Psycho. So that's why. And there are a lot of Bateman drops in it, actually. Did you notice when that guy called him and goes, Patrick, is that you? Yes, I did. And then, Dubs, I also want to give you props because I saw a movie you've been recommending... SLC Punk. Yes. Which is a very good movie. It's a great movie. And that's what I'm going to start doing now because I'm walking around a Hollywood video yesterday looking for stuff to rent and everything that I want to see is taken. Ray's taken. Mr. 3000 is taken. I watched Ray last night. How is it? It's okay. It's definitely not Oscar winner. Uh, I think Jamie Foxx did a great job and he deserves at least an Oscar bid for it. Right. Well, he got it, didn't he? Yeah. But the the rest of the movie is not Oscar worthy. Um, it, it was written well, but the the editing in it looked like it could have been done in 1991 because it's not really that smooth. It's not as uh, maybe know, Ray Charles edited it before he died. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> now he's in there just cutting tape. <laughs> this thing goes here. What's wrong with you? The man was blind and he's now dead. And you, you, it's not enough. It, You'll get what I'm saying when you watch it and watch him in rehab. It's just very, very poor. 
He goes to rehab. Thanks for ruining the move. Shut up. It'd be funny if he's missing a leg. <laughs> Sam, you're in the hideout of JFK. Hey, what's up, Happy? How you doing, man? What's up, brother? Uh, I just want to suggest a pretty, pretty good movie, actually. Um, it's called Going Greek. Um, it's like a, not an independent film per se, but it's like, um, not a high budget film, but it's totally quality, man. They do some crazy, nasty stuff in there. You'll love it, I promise. <laughs> right. Is it, does it have anything to do with Going Greek or what? Uh, somewhat. Like, they have like a circle J. All right. You see what I'm saying? No, I got you. Yeah. They played Biscuit. And uh, also, it's it's about college, actually. It's not like American Pie, but it's it's funnier, I promise. All right, going great. All right, man, I'm down with that. Thank you, Sam. You didn't rent Better Luck Tomorrow? Yes, I did, but I haven't watched it yet, because that's got Harold, I guess. Yeah, John Cho. From from um, Harold and Kumar, go to White Castle. So it looks like a lot of fun. Now, Dubs, we today probably should have been talking about our live appearance that we have at the MCI Center yeah. coming up on the, what, 26th of February? Yes, uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. We're going to be on the ice. This is the. Do you want to talk about the idea that we have? Should we even throw it out there? Yeah, let's get Corolla in here. Corolla, get back in real fast. He's, um, well, he was just in here, but I made him leave. Because he's, yeah, he's White Castle? Yeah. Sneaking out, if you would. Come here. This is the idea that we have for you when we're at the MCI Center, okay? Because we've got to be on the ice. Yep. They want us to do something on the ice. We're giving away tickets for this. And we'll be giving away a prize out there as well. And, in fact, you know what? I'm going to... Oh, nice. We're going to have a prize for the winner of the game? Yeah. Look at that. How come we didn't get this stuff when we were full-time? Um, so here's what we have. We're thinking Corolla Bowling. What I would like to do is dress you up in your outfit, the outfit that everybody sees in your video on RadioHideout.com. I lost it. You didn't lose it because it's my Under Armour. You're going to put on the Under Armour. <laughs> we're going to give you a cape. And we're going to put a big C on your chest. Super C. That's where you're going to be. Super C. You could think it stands for Corolla, but it doesn't. Okay? I thought the uh, S would be after the okay. C. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about you. What are you laughing at? Oh, yeah. Hey. So, well, I think what we're going to do out at the MCI Center in front of thousands is Corolla bowling. We'll get you on the ice. You, no, hel no helmet. Yeah. Ten empty 40 bottles wrapped up so they don't break. And then we get to push you and do Corolla bowling out in front of everyone in your panties. So oh, that we'll, sounds great. We'll have listeners out there pushing you down the ice, trying to knock over pins. Now, can you get Saturday night off from work? This Saturday? The 26th. It's two weeks. Too late. Sorry. No, it's not. You have two weeks. Right. And we'll talk to our people at the MCI Center, and maybe we'll even give you a theme song to boost you up a little bit. Imagine this pumping through the MCI Center. And you... In your cape and your panties? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I am gay. 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 And can you imagine the crowd chanting along with you? It's going to be this beautiful thing of unity. Everybody's saying, you are gay. With the big C on your chest. <laughs> I am gay. I'm loving it. I don't really have a choice, do I? Not, no, not, not at not all. Not for a second. The only yeah. thing you can hope for is that the MCI Center says no. I be awesome. I, we'll just come up with something else for you to do. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> you will be entertaining the masses. 
You always wanted to be a star. Yeah, I can't wait. An Under Armour. And a cape. And a bra and panties. <laughs> I'm not going to do the bra. The superheroes don't wear bras. I don't want to go topless. <laughs> You're going to be wearing Under Armour. Yeah, but my boots. I mean, like, the Under Armour is not too flattering on me. <laughs> and the bra is? <laughs> Did you hear yourself ask for a bra? I am gay. Congratulations. Thanks. Cape. I wouldn't we'll, mind wearing a cape, though. We will give you a hat. We'll give you some sort of a hat. Not a helmet, because we want your head to go crashing through. So Corolla Bowling, out at the MCI Center, two weeks from yesterday, February 26th. Go to RadioHideout.com. I'll get something up ASAP. And what we'll do, we have tickets to give out, yes. right? Yes, yes. So wh- let's let's have like a whole section, you know? Yeah, we do. All right, so we'll have a whole section. We'll all come out there. We'll go watch the whole ice thing. Um Go to MCICenter.com to get your tickets. Does that work? Yeah. All right, that'll work for now. Or just go right to the MCI Center, and they'll have tickets there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's fun. And we'll have a blast. I, you can drink beer there, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Can I have some beer? No. No, you're an alcoholic. You need to be sober for this bit. Why? You can drink afterwards. We need you to remember everything about this. In fact, Bad Monkey, um, I know you do your show. Just give me your video camera. I know he does the Asylum from 8 to 11 on Radio BBQ. But I'll have the video camera. And that way we can document it forever on RadioHideout.com and the Internet. Like of all your other great stuff that you've done. I'm still traumatized from that music video. What music video? Oh, that one. That one that's on RadioHideout.com. All right, no problem. Oh, you know what? Bad Monkey's great. He says he'll do a replay that night. That way he's there live. And get it up ASAP. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Whatever. Now, I know the MCI Center wouldn't allow this, but my idea for the bowling is just a bunch of marital aides sitting up there, and he goes through and knocks them all down with his head. I know that's going over the line for the MCI Center, though. I say we at least pitch that. <laughs> they may say yes. It's like it's a family th- event. It's this hardcore, like, ice thing. They may be down. You want to do that, Phallus in Wonderland? Phallus? <laughs> The middle days would probably hurt less than the breaking glass in my head, so I guess. All right, so this segment, you have requested a bra and marital aids. Do you you got to think it? about it. You don't want breaking glass sticking in your forehead. You know what I mean? You think wrapping it up in a towel is going to stop it from breaking? Here's what we'll do. We'll practice next week. What? what? We'll, we'll slide you across gravel. <laughs> Come on. Shirtless. All right, you can wear your bra then, but that's it. I don't want you to tear up my Under Armour. What about my face? It'll get cut up. Maybe it isn't already. Maybe you get a chick then. <laughs> Stop scratching your neck hair. You're so dirty. Go away. You really are a pig. And this would be great for all the listeners who love to see him get abused and punished. You get to share that with literally thousands of people at the MCI Center. That neck thing just reminds him of growing up in the uh, jungle, picking the lice off his neck. I don't know what's worse, that you're our friend. He is? <laughs> That's right, he's not. He's just, he's on my, by the way, Corolla is now on MySpace. I, ca- I got him addicted to it as well. An occupation, it says radio bitch. I wasn't addicted. I got drunk. He's like, hey, sign in this thing real quickly. And sure enough, my profile says that I'm gay. I'm not sure about what it is I want. <laughs> He's unsure of his sexual orientation. He puts the picture of me being on Belcher's lap, and the caption he writes is, Daddy's girl's been a bad little girl. 
Have you? No. Oh, but you will be at the MCI Center. Now, the beauty of this is that you actually get to hold him like a bowling ball. How does that happen? I don't know. You're weird. <laughs> You're one of those. You're strange. <laughs> so anyway, that is cool. right, enough of the song. I've had enough of the song. It still makes me laugh every time I hear yeah. it. I know. It really is a blast. How about we do this, Dubs? But let's throw a party down there. Since we're already going to be at the MCI Center, you want to you wanna party that night? Maybe a little uh, hideout get-together after we do the gig at the MCI Center? Maybe. We'll figure out where we want to go. Hey, you think they'll give us a suite? Why not? We're on Sunday. Yeah. They're obviously giving us more now in appearances because we're on Sunday. Let's sh- shoot for the, the moon. I'll ask. Tell them we want a suite. We want a hideout party in the suite. Because they're not, they're not going to use a suite at the MCI Center for this thing, are they? Maybe. They, Seems like a big event. You no, know, I mean, it really is, but they rarely end up filling up the suites. Have you ever been in a suite? Um, I've been in them, yeah. Do you like them? Not cool. at the MCI Center, but just period. They're, they're all right. I love... The thing about having a suite, though, is that you don't end up watching whatever's huh, going he, on there. It's actually just like you're watching a, a TV, you know, when yeah. you're looking through that glass. You, you seem like you're just watching it on TV. But don't you feel more important? Yeah, definitely feel more important than yeah. all the other slums <laughs> sitting down in the uh, nosebleed. Yeah, yeah. well, even if they're sitting down on the uh, center court or whatever. Yeah, center ice. They're still stupid. Because they don't have a suite. You got a suite. That'd be awesome. You're not going to be Shut in a suite. Well, come on. You you'll gotta... be you'll be transporting liquor and beer from the suite. I... Don't be drinking at all. You'll be in the locker room, sitting there focusing. Focusing on your big 10 minutes of Corolla bowling in your panties. That's what you're going to be doing. And if you would, please shave your neck for this event. It's... <laughs> I, the last thing we need is what the Zamboni out there breaking down because you got hair <laughs> everywhere. Big hairy bowling ball. You can grab him by it though. All right, this is even better for the Corolla bowling. No hat. This is what you do: two-person team. They grab each side of his head. Ah. Uh-huh. They grab his head, just like his usual weekends. And then they just like that instead of because at first we we're gonna have him push the legs. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's insane. No, 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 no. They come here. Real fast, come here. This is the way I want it done. Bateman, you're, let's say we're on a team. Bring your head down. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that from a guy before. They grab, ah! the, they grab the side ah! of the, like the bozo. Ow! Ah! Ah! Stop! Ow! And then God! they, and then they roll it like that. Ah! So they're pulling him along the ice by the hair, and then they fling him. What the hell's the matter with you? I'm trying to entertain people at the MCI Center. Not oh. entertaining. I'm not a Stretch Armstrong, man. I ain't a bend like that. What do you think, Dubs? I'm digging it. Dude, it's not going to work. I'm too heavy for be held up on my hair. Then you need to take hydroxycut, and you need to lose weight over the next two weeks. <laughs> we can't have you being a fat What's that a chunk, man? Whatever. The only thing... if Whatever, chunk. <laughs> That's all I suggest. Thank you. Thank you in advance. By the way, uh, you don't get any money for that. Yeah. <laughs> You've been excused. Bye-bye. Good job today. Yeah. How'd you do with the ladies on the I Am? Mm-hmm. They were guys, weren't they? No. Yes. I don't know. All right. <gasps> so, Dubs, we have that. Look for RadioHideout.com. We'll get all of the information up there for you. Also, too, in the uh, the coming weeks, uh, a couple of other people. Who, blackness. I got to get Blackness in studio next week. I tried calling him, but the number we have isn't bright anymore. All right. So I'll see if I can get a hold of him via the Internet. 
but I want Blackness, who is the leader of the Negro Nation in the hideout, to come into the hideout and actually come in and I want to do some uh, some positive things concerning black history to make up for everything that Dubs has done so far today. What have I done? And throughout the history of the hideout. You know what you've done. Entertained? No. Only a certain faction of society. I do. The largest. <laughs> the majority. And that's the problem. Real fast, just kind of on. Maybe we'll save this for when blackness is in. But did you see that Virginia has actually passed the the law where you can no longer sag? You know, like whenever you wear your pants and you. It sag. didn't get passed. Well, it, it passed on in the Senate or in the in the House committee or anything. I didn't believe it? it got cut from there though. Did it? Yes. Okay, good news then. Because I saw that it made out of a committee or something, and I couldn't believe it. I was hoping it was about women once they got older. Dude, that should be a, a law. Why are you such a woman hater? I'm not. I'm trying to help them look their best and not disgust me. You really don't care about them. Um, so next week, we want to thank uh, the porn buddy chick for coming into the hideout. Mia Tyler. Um, no, Rachel oh. Schuchert. Nerve.com. Also, too, we want to thank... Oh, wait. Never mind. Yeah. No thanks are in need. Yeah. No thanks to someone playing golf. Right. What do you expect Sunday show? That's what ends up happening. Fez, for stopping by. Yeah, thank you very much, Fez. And uh, Fez stopped by. I want to thank Wegmans. In about ten minutes for everybody listening, Fez will be stopping by. (laughs) With the new delay system? With the new delay system, he'll be coming in about ten minutes. Does anybody else during the week have any issue with the new delay system? Or does everyone actually feel better about it? No, no one feels better about it. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. To have 80 seconds. I mean, it's impossible to do a show where you want to get anybody's feedback on it. I mean, you know what? That is true. Because we're sitting here and we're trying to have a conversation. You think for the average listener. All right, so it's 80. They hear it 80 seconds later. Yeah. Takes them another 80 seconds to think. To think. Then they're like, all right, I think I'll call. So then they pick up the phone. And it's literally almost four or five minutes later. When they're going to try to comment on something that you've said. Yeah. And then a lot of times they got to then wait on hold. Matt Albert's still waiting for us to come back from commercial. <laughs> well, tell him he'll enjoy this segment. Because <laughs> it's all about setting up how we're going to embarrass one of our friends out at the MCI Center. So check out RadioHideout.com for updates. Check it out for the uh, the show logs. Check it out for my blog entries, which is just amazing, craftful writing. And then um, we'll go from there. Crap-filled writing? No. Yes. Craftful. Um, we will see you guys next Sunday from 3 to 7 o'clock. Obviously, Dubs on the Round and Fest show from 7 to 11, which you'll hear more info about the gig that we're going to have at the MCI Center coming up on the 26th. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Thank for yourself and question authority. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Dubs is the worst person in the world. I'm the devil.
Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to The Hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. Aye, five thousand.